you know, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to say no to a, a nice little happy ending these days. Mm-hmm. All right, hello everybody, welcome back to Vassals of Kingsgrave for our uh, another edition of our MCU um, TV Disney Plus streaming chat, um, covering uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, aka another <laughs> name which we'll talk about later. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> That's right. That's right, a.k.a. backdoor pilot for Captain America 4, um, as if anyone probably didn't know that already. But uh, my name is Adam. I'm also known as uh, Drown Snow on the interwebs. And I am joined by David. Hi, it's David. David HHH on wherever you want to find me. <laughs> More or less. Matt. Hey, it's Matt, a.k.a. Not Varley. <laughs> That's right. Matt, the Matt other two. one. Matt too. <laughs> yeah, very distinctive. Yeah, we're gonna. You know, there was a guy that joined the forums uh, that I mm-hmm. guess his name is AJ or joined the Discord, and I was like, that was my nickname as a kid, and I guess Amber was also AJ, and I'm like, shit, is this how it feels to be a Matt or a Kevin <laughs> <laughs> or a Josh? I guess Josh fight happened last week. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of Kevin, Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Uncle Kevin on the Discord. Also, if you join Formerly the Discord, creepy then... Uncle Kevin, just in case you can't remember. Yeah. Creepy. No uh, longer creepy. Amber, I'm going to let you live, I'm live that one down. Sorry, this is Amber. Amber rocks. Uh, the Discord. Yeah, so Amber, how many times did you watch this season? <laughs> I'm horrified to say only oh, once. If oh we'd God. have recorded next week, I was I wanted to watch it all again at once. But it was a very busy weekend, um, Amber, so slipping. I might not have anything to say because I might not really remember anything. Apparently, I'm not a super fan. Oh, you'll remember. Uh, It'll come back to you. Right. Uh, we, I will we, say, we trust um, but I watched. It's, it's... I watched like three. I listened to two different, three different podcasts, and watched three different um, fucking YouTube videos about each episode, so I feel like that's something. You're like, you're, you're here for it, but, you know, you didn't come to us, obviously, the source of all knowledge. Right. But that's okay. So, you're here now. So <laughs> besides, besides us, what's what, what what seemed to be the feeling on, on the YouTubes and all that? Um, I mean, I just... What did I watch? Well, I mean, generally positive that maybe it would have been made more sense or had a better flow if uh, if this had come out first before WandaVision. Okay. As intended, yeah. 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 We'll discuss that. I, can't, I, I mean, cannot speak for all of YouTube. I'm sorry. Just wonder what, you, what you've heard. That's all. Yeah. I mean, I think it's generally... What's, what's the word on the street? Generally, generally right. not bad. Yeah, I think it's generally a little mixed. But I think... But yeah, I would say probably skewing towards positive mm-hmm. yeah and it's weird because like the mixed reasons are kind of different um which we'll get into but like some people that were kind of cold or lukewarm on the show like their reasons for it i was like oh not what i expected um and what then some was you know oh sorry what was the reasoning that this should have come out before one division well in the productions this was originally planned to be out first right. but because sure. of covid the, the production of this got halted, and WandaVision, I think, they only had to do the last episode or two, 
they had already done uh, enough, and they were able to do that kind of with COVID precautions, uh, protocols before um, this show was able to come back and finish. So yeah, that's why they're it, fighting it with magic. So they're far away from each other. Isn't yeah, because right. a, a lot of stuff they had to do in the last episode, like green screen and wire work and all that, I think, um, was a lot of stuff they shot, you know, when they came back. So you didn't have the crowds. And But what, a from a story involved. perspective, what? what I don't think it makes a difference because yeah. the, the, that doesn't make I guess we'll, we can, we'll, more, we'll do reviews and was, get into it more. But um, What I heard was more that it was just that this is much more straightforward MCU, right. fighty, punchy. Yep. And uh, it was just sort of like normal hype. Whereas with WandaVision, it was so super hype and it got everybody was whipped up into such a frenzy that it's sort of just by default. This seems a little bland right. in comparison. And, and WandaVision is kind of a direct lead into the next Doctor Strange and also, I think, to the Loki series, um, which we'll talk a little bit about. Loki. But... Okay. So this is kind of like an odd, an odd bridge, maybe. But I think in the timeline, it doesn't matter. Right. The only thing here you could say was, "Well, well, maybe why didn't Cap show up at the at the hex?" But like, you know, why didn't anyone else show up? So you right. know, I don't know. Um, anyway, let's we're go with. to go to New Jersey. Come on. Let's go with like our <laughs> lemon cake ratings. Um, I don't know, serum vials or uh, <laughs> dented up. Garage made shields. I don't know. What do we want to go with? Um, uh, vaccines to a virus that never happened. <laughs> right. Right. Told us it was a vaccine. We're gonna get there. Um, uh, why don't we start with you, Kevin? Then what would your what would your rating be? Um. Yeah. So well, I guess I have a rating which is four <laughs> serums out of five, and the reason for that is that I enjoyed this a lot, and it was really fun. And there were moments that it was a bit clunky and maybe a bit ham-fisted, and that's okay. Uh, but there's a lot of moments that was a lot of fun. And there was it never felt um, laborious. Like, I actually thought some of WandaVision did. There were a couple of times in WandaVision, and I was like, well, this... Yep, I was like, will this, uh, will this episode ever end? Uh, that, I didn't really get that in this one. Maybe a, like a smidge on the, um, uh, not the Taskmaster. What's the, what's the, what's Sharon's code name? Um, uh, power broker. Oh, the power, power broker. broker. Yeah. yeah. Taskmaster is a British panel show. She could be Taskmaster well, too. Taskmaster um, is Black Widow. Stuff. Um, okay. Yeah, Task, Taskmaster is in MCU. Oh He's no, like I've embarrassed. Me. Embarrass myself with shock. Oh no! I have ignorance all over my face. Um, yeah, so I I did think though it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm not a deep Marvel lore knowledge guy, so I'm more just how fun was the journey? And I thought the good. This was good. I liked Bucky. I liked Sam. Um, I liked most all of it, with the you know a couple scenes I thought were clumsy, but for the most part it was a good time. And done. Okay. All right. What about uh, David? What did you think? So I'm going to give it a four and a half with four being for the whole season and then bringing it up to the extra half for, I thought, a fantastic finale, which pretty much wrapped everything up as well as you could ever hope it could. So, you know, same thing. A lot of great stuff happened. A lot of exciting action. I mean, certainly some of the best action scenes we've ever seen on television. Um, maybe outside of Sense8 or a few other shows, but it, it pretty, you know, it looked, 
you could tell. I mean, they, they say that it had like a $25 million an episode budget, and you could tell that. <laughs> you know, starting from the very first scene of the, of the series, it was that pretty for, out there. Episode? Yeah, supposedly. Um, wow. Supposedly, like almost all the. Million? Total. Yeah. Wow. From what I gather, almost all the MCU shows have that high a budget. Um, they've given like a billion dollar budget for 2020's uh, output. Yeah. So. <laughs> They're All treating right. it very much like a, a branch of the films, which, right? You know, to get these actors in there and to make it on that same quality, that's what you have to do. So it's uh, well, it's about yeah, it's time nice. something good came from late stage capitalism. If we're gonna have eight <laughs> companies in this country, if we're gonna have eight companies in this country. That's at right. Least they've got some resources to make. Yeah, well, you, you also have to admit that the um, the pandemic helps in some way a little bit because then it. Yeah it probably drives a lot of, you know, viewership and excitement for these shows right. that make them um, seem like more of a good, you know, ROI. So, I mean, I don't have to admit that, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> very well, very well. Okay, um, Matt, what do, you, what, what do you got for us, Matt? Yeah, I'm, I'm similar to Kevin where, like, it's somewhere around a four. Um, I think the a good, like general statement um on the series is that you know in in a lot of in a lot of like movies and tv in general especially when it comes to like action and comic book movies um if if you look hard enough it's uh, you can always like find like plot holes and like flaws and logic and stuff like that it's why you know channel like things like cinema sins and honest trailers exist but for this show it just felt a lot easier to do that at times than I would have liked. Um, and so like, that's kind of what I ding the point for where like in general, I had a lot of fun and, and the action was, was pretty good. I think it got better as, as the show went on, but I mean, there's just like certain stuff in here where I'm just like, like it's just too, obviously it, it bugs me. Um, and 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 yeah, there's definitely some like plot points, especially like you know like episode three where they just kind of rush through a whole bunch of things just so they could you know team up the four characters together in a in a fun action scene and just kind uh, of like yeah, bro, and just kind of like Super team up. Like don't don't worry about all this stuff beforehand. Like let's, let's just get <laughs> right. Madripoor. We got the fight, damn it! We got a big and fight. Have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> like we know yeah. if we say the word Madripoor, you know the nerds are gonna cream their pants. Right, yeah. And I mean, you know, I have a pair of pants that proves it, so it's fine. <laughs> but um, in in the washer uh, right now, in the washer. Oh. <laughs> and so yeah, so I just I just felt yeah like, yeah yeah I felt they could have could have tried you know, tried a little harder there. Oh fuck, um, Adam, you lose the point for that phrase. <laughs> I was gonna say oh fuck. Never change, Vok. Never change. <laughs> okay. Um, so, um, why don't we hear from Amber then? This is a great time for the female voice. <laughs> Come in, token. Uh, uh, the cream rising to the top. Oh, um, no. oh, 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 that was painful. <laughs> I, I'll give it 10 disco dancing Zemos for the big Sharon Carter oh. in Mephisto reveal at the end because we all knew that Mephisto was coming one way or another I don't know it's pretty great no that wasn't funny either um I would probably give it four <laughs> point I'm trying too hard 
Did you get so I, far? 4.4. 4. Um, I haven't had tequila and I should, sorry. Um, we need a couple more decimal points. The the first half of the finale, I just had so many nitpicks. Just, there was so much laughable, dumb little shit that, you know, by the time they got to the end of the finale, I was totally on board. You know, hugging in museums makes me cry. Uh, Mm. And... Yes. But and also I yes. think I would probably rate it higher had I rewatched it prior because I, I recall that like every week I was like, Yes, this is I love this shit. This is all I want. I'm here for it. I'm eating it up. Um there were so many amazing moments. Um but I think since the finale is freshest in my mind, uh that brings down to like yeah, four four. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I did see a fair amount of, like, disappointment with the finale. And, I mean, to be fair, like, the finale was, like, 20 minutes of of um, epilogue. Speech. You know? So, well, I mean, see, I, I enjoyed the speech, honestly. But, um, it was a yeah. good speech. Yeah, I think, uh, like, it, it, it kind of ended very quickly and abruptly for some people. And I get that, because, but at the same time, like, the, these, like, the Flag Smashers weren't really set up as... Yeah. Like this big bad necessarily. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed what they did. But um, I'll remind you of what the episodes were, Amber. So um, I you. sort of watched this twice. Like, I didn't go back and rewatch it, but pretty much every Friday at work, I was like watching it like on my lunch or like when I had a minute on my phone. And then, like, when I got home, I'd like watch it again on like Friday night or Saturday or something. So, because I did not want to you know, deal with the uh, spoiler aspect. And I can't wake up at like 2 a.m. and then still get to work and be functional. So You, you know, should just move back to the West Coast. But, uh, <laughs> ugh, well, yeah, please. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so I would give this a solid like, mm, I don't know, like four and a quarter. Like it was, it was really good. I really enjoyed this. This is, um, it's what I expected. It's what I wanted. Um, I felt that they gave us satisfying arcs for, you know, for Bucky, for Sam, even for mm-hmm. John Walker and, you know, Isaiah. And, like, they kind of gave us a good a good through line for everybody, mm-hmm. um, which I wasn't really expecting. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, I get the nitpicks and I get some of the disappointment. But, like, the first episode, like, opened up with that huge action sequence, you know, flying through the sky and all that. So you knew they'd spent some money. And that makes more sense as, like, a this was supposed to premiere first and be like, mm-hmm. you know, hey, guys, this is on TV, but look what we're doing sort of thing. Right. You know, the shock and all versus, like, WandaVision where, like, it was, like, three episodes of people being like, is, am I on the right channel? What, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and I think a lot of people were unfortunately turned off by that. And, I mean, you know, that's just... Um, you know, it is what it is. I don't. I don't think it's bad if you don't want to sit through, you know, TV history. I guess. Man, it's fine. man, if you can't deal with one episode of setup, like get get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> no, but like, well, one division was was I'm they had sorry, they had two weeks of it. It was two episodes the first week, and then the third episode. Right. And for, for well, someone who knows comics, good. and it's like, oh, they're doing this thing, and she's going to be in her own world. I get it, but for a lot of these people that are like, well, I watch I watch Cap, and I watch you know Thanos. And they're like, I'm showing up to watch this. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
I, I can understand them just being very confused. A lot of people, I think, were Googling and, you know, all these. I had, like, yeah. a lot of uh, um, the gray hair type people being like, well, I think I'm, I think I get what's going on, but can you explain it to me? And so I sort of, I empathize with that. You know, it's not that necessarily yeah. the short attention span. It's just like, I don't understand anything. And then, yeah. you know, it, it picks up. But I, um, this, this is sort of the opposite. Like, it starts off hard and then kind of, you know, falls falls to the crashes to the ground for a minute there you know he uh did it he uh, you know gives up the shield in the first episode and you're like what the fuck and um didn't seem like a good idea at the time and then by the end of the episode where they're like welcome the new captain america and he's like motherfucker <laughs> i must say it, it made sense if you if you had like made sure there was like <laughs> that was the obvious thing that was going to happen but like there are things in the real world where you can give stuff to a museum on conditions man and like right. that would be that would have been <laughs> the main condition I, is that I, you I, do not give this to anyone else i think as our julia louis dreyfus character sort of explained like the government just sort of viewed it as theirs right like it's our property when it was technically i guess howard stark I mean, yeah, and then it's, Tony it's and really the, no one's property. Well, what they making it for the? But they were making it for the government, so technically, you could argue it's the government's. I guess it's hard. It's, it's hard, hard to say. Tony made that one. <laughs> Tony made that one for Cap in Endgame, right? Actually, yeah, Amber. Amber's right. It was. It was. Because he didn't like, make enough for everyone. It was repaired. Well, it well, would have to be repaired is, after Endgame. So. Well, but here's the thing: is they don't know. So this is the other part of it: is that. The original shield got destroyed by Thanos in Endgame, and then when um, when Cap goes back in time, he takes the stones and Mjolnir. He doesn't take the shield. So when yeah. he shows up later, we still have no idea where that shield came from. Uh, if it's like an alternate reality shield, or <laughs> or what the hell I mean, is like going he, on there? He beat himself up and took the shield from himself. But then how would the shield have been around? <laughs> God, to get I love <laughs> he did find shut up yeah. on himself. So I, I sort of, I'm sort of hoping he just like showed up in Wakanda and was like, "Hey man, can you make me another one?" And they're like, "Why are you old?" You know. <laughs> I, I, I sort of wish that we get that we get like a Chris Evans cameo where he he's like, "Hey, um, you know, uh, it's been a while, and uh, I got this two you for one at Denny's, but also can I get a vibranium shield?" Well, he's like old man Chris Evans at that point. <laughs> well, he's busy being the actual president. I mean, look, Amber, if any of my impressions were good, I wouldn't do them. <laughs> I'd be somewhere else doing it. You'd have, so. It would be your job. <laughs> exactly, right. I'm not an actor. Um, don't try this at home, kids. Actually, do try it at home. Have fun. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I'd give this a fairly high rating, but... I am. I wish it was more than six episodes. Yeah, I wish that we had. Yeah, I wish we had more meat to it. I wish we had mm. more. I don't know necessarily characters involved, but like, I don't know. I just, I just wish there was there was more, you know. Um, I don't. I don't know. I kind of like, like not the, necessarily character. Like like we had substance of plot, but I was just like, oh well, maybe if he beat up some like aim goons or something or some hydra <laughs> guys, you know, that'd be fun. But you know. It's yeah, it. I don't know. There I feel to, like for me, it's like there needs to be more like world building, but people yeah. don't like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's yeah. start with let's start with Bucky and then um, we can talk about Isaiah and uh, kind of the ancillary characters, um, <laughs> Sharon and all of them. All right. So 
in the first episode with Bucky, we get Therapy Bucky, <laughs> who's who's working his way through a list that he's created in Steve's old little book. And um, he does a great job of not killing people, <laughs> but still capturing them and, you know, punching people in the face. And it's, it's all very fun. And um, it's easy to forget that Bucky has basically had no time in the real world since coming out of the brainwashing. I mean, he... He shows up in Civil War, and then he's basically on the run with, you know, sort of getting his memories back between Winter Soldier and Civil War for, I don't know, a couple of years there. And then after that, he immediately goes to Wakanda, where he's put on ice, and, you know, kind of goes through therapy and deprogramming, deprogramming there. And by the time he sort of gets up and going, Thanos attacks and he's dusted. So, <laughs> Oops. yeah, he, he's not there for the, for the blip. Um, this is him sort of trying to figure out how to be a human again, right? So, with his special vibranium arm. So, what did you, what did you guys think about Bucky? I'm curious if anybody, I feel like some of the podcasts I listened to, people weren't sure that he had had some form of the serum. And I thought that was always pretty clear pretty clear oh, yeah. he he had he had a messed up form that was probably not like not probably not as strong as steve's or whatever right but that was the whole experiment that they were doing the red skull it's what Hyde, right Hyde mean, yeah, it really it really more just messed up with his mind but like <laughs> no he could i mean <laughs> as was evidenced in winter soldier like he can take like he can take him that's actually one of the yeah that's one of the few gripes I had with, with Bucky's character in this, is that he would have mopped the floor with U.S. Agent in that right, fight in, right. in the fifth episode. Like, they just, they made it more dramatic as they had to be. But he would have wiped the well, floor with him. Well, he should have. Yeah, and I mean, at, at that point, you got to say that um, he's got, U.S. Agent has the serum at that point. So right, he does, but it doesn't matter. You know. This always happens. I mean, but he, he doesn't, but he, but he doesn't have a vibranium team. arm, and he doesn't have... The, you know, years of training. Well, I mean, I guess they do build him up as being like this amazing, you know, combat prodigy. But it's not the but same. It's thing. not the same. Yeah, yeah, it's not the same. To us, we're like this. You know, this dude was fighting Thanos. Come on. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, anytime. I mean, it always happens where they 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 either either people learn how to use their powers way too fast or way too slowly, depending right. on what the plot needs them to be. It's right. one of my pet peeves, and, and, and let, <laughs> it sucks. And let's be honest, you can't have like a superhero discussion among nerds without someone fi- fighting over who should have been able to beat up the other one. <laughs> it's like, it's like a rule. Levels, baby. It's a rule. Power levels. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that was one of the memes I saw going around around yeah. Bucky that was like, when you fight the last boss and it was him as the winter soldier and it was like when you unlock the boss as a playable character and it was him in in this with the short hair and not a good fighter. <laughs> yeah. That's really yeah. good. That's where well, we he's, are. He's, he's also trying to he's also trying to hold back and but it's it's like I mean, you know, it's like if you ever watch Dragon Ball Z, it's like the sort of thing where it's like, Oh, they have just enough power to fight the next person, but oh it's right. not enough and they have to get more and you're like didn't they just, like, this person destroy the universe? You're like, yeah, but this guy's slightly better. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, 
that is definitely a suspension of disbelief thing that we have to do um, that I think we just all kind of accept when it comes to comics. And, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know. I do, I mean, I do think with it's, Bucky it's interesting just how there wasn't more of the out-of-time stuff. Um, and I guess maybe it's just because Steve Rogers has done all of that. But, I mean, even, like, I felt like it was the idea of using therapy was really good. Like yeah. that's a really good idea for a guy mm-hmm. who, as you mentioned, has very little experience of the world after world war two times. Mm-hmm. But then he really doesn't put up resistance that feels like someone of that generation. Like it just, he's not like, like wait a second. Are they living out of wedlock? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Like it's just sort of normal. <laughs> like capsules. Like, yeah. Like normal, um, 2021 someone who's ordered to be in therapy and doesn't want to be there so they they hand waved that with like one scene where he goes through that he's got the book and you see all that and then i think it's sam or it might be someone else with it they mentioned something and like they make a reference like you know oh ghostbusters i don't remember what it was they make some reference and he's like yeah yeah yeah, i've been through the book like basically like i'm I'm caught up on stuff it's been a long it's been enough time i've got netflix right he said how do you know oh his sick, his <laughs> sick Gandalf burn. It was when he, it was um, the Hobbit. Yeah, he's like, he's I read like, the Hobbit. Hobbit. He's like, I read the Hobbit when it came out in 1937, yeah. bitch. That was like, actually oh, fun. I like that. It's like, someone tell this guy about the other books and the movies. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's that. There was the meme that we shared of like, you know, a young Bucky Barnes like having just read the Hobbit, saving a sick burn for the next 80 years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I think that they did a better job as time went on. So like initially when you knew that Chris Evans was going to leave, I wanted Bucky to become Cap because that's a, a story I've always liked where um, he's kind of deprogrammed and he's going through, you know, finding himself through the potential of Captain America. So, you know, he doesn't believe he's a hero, but sort of, you know, he has to embody that and people believe in him and he eventually kind of embodies it. And I think that they did a successful job of doing that character work in this season, which, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of people probably weren't expecting, but especially in the last couple of episodes. And I mean, they had him lead to, you know, Isaiah Bradley. And, um, I I think they did a pretty good job with him on, on that aspect, but yeah, there was, he doesn't seem as out of place as Steve, but also like in the past, when you watch, um, you know, Captain America, the first Avenger, Bucky seems a lot more like, like a smooth operator, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Cap was sort of a square back then, and then he's kind of a square now. So, you know, he was like, I can't, oh, I can't kiss Carter. What's wrong with me? You know, <laughs> Bucky would have been like, I got five Carters, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, no, over, I, overall, I really like Bucky's stuff, uh, mainly the, the therapy stuff in the first episode, and um, his interactions with uh, with Io and in the, you know, third and, like, fourth episodes or whatever. Um, I mean, yeah, really, I would say really my only complaint is I wish we got kind of more um, with that, with that, more of that conversation that he had with the, the guy. Yeah, in the, in the, in the final episode. Definitely. I hate I when, like they, I hate when they cut scenes easy. like that short to be, like, for dramatic effect. Like, you know what they mm. talked about. Like, no, we don't. We want to hear it. <laughs> right, yeah, I think it's... I, well, I feel like that's just so hard to, to write. It. 
Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that would yeah. be the main thing. They cut it off just because, yeah, that it's, is It's really a big hard, challenge, right? yeah. And, and, You're and writers, that's your job. They, <laughs> yeah, but, like, they, they wrote a lot of... Right, really, but, the, really like, the benefit teams. of landing it versus the, like, detriment of not landing it, I think, is, is like, much greater. So they might have just decided, like, even if we have a good idea, let's just leave it be. Especially with the issues they were already covering. Right, that's true. That's fair. Of course, it does lead to the obvious question of, um, I know you're blaming yourself for everything you've done here, but you were brainwashed and it's not your fault. Like, <laughs> you know, you, you can't be responsible for something that you were literally forced to do. <laughs> it's weird. I mean, it makes sense here because he is, like, self-convicting. Right. Versus, like, this happens in other stories. Like, there's a story where... Um, in the comics where, you know, Cyclops kills professor X because basically he was possessed by the Phoenix force. Right. Like, and he's like, well, and he's like, well, screw it. You know, whatever. I don't care. Like, and, but everyone else who was possessed kind of like gets off, but like the whole of the Marvel universe is like, well, Cyclops is a piece of shit terrorist. And you're like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> like, because that's the story they wanted to go with. So everyone decided to go with that narrative. You're like, well, he was possessed by a force that was kind of beyond him. And maybe, right needs counseling um right you know doesn't need to be hunted down but okay well and he did he did say that in the in his scene with yori right like it wasn't my didn't he say it wasn't my fault yes yes but you yeah but he didn't play it he didn't play that (laughs) like he may have said it but you didn't see that from him but the other side of that's like i think we saw his personal struggle so right the fact that you, the fact that you know in your, for lack of a better term, left brain, or you cognitively know you were, that you were brainwashed, doesn't mean that you can shake the emotional impact of sure. these things were done, literally by your hand, right. and you just have to keep asking yourself like, what did some part of me want to do this, constantly? Like, is that the only reason that they could brainwash me? Because some part of me wanted to do this. I think yeah, there's a lot of, of the, trauma. Yeah. The struggle of it. Because he said something like, you know, like, I didn't have a choice or something, but it was, but like, it was still me or something. I, don't, I forget exactly how he put that. But, you know, he didn't give himself, like, you know, in, and out and just say, well, you know, no responsibility. Um, but maybe he is taking it a little, a little too hard. I don't know. Um, yeah. Forgiving yourself ain't easy. Yeah, it's very true. But I, uh, I did love the bromance aspect um, yeah. with Sam. I think they did a good job of establishing, like, well, you know, you were, you know, well, you were Steve's friend. Well, I was Steve's friend. That doesn't mean we're friends. Uh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, just make out already, you know, like, <laughs> like the the homoerotic <laughs> therapy scene <laughs> that was bizarre, yeah. very bizarre. Right, right. They very clearly didn't have any any animosity towards each other or anything, but I think part of it was sort of like, well, Steve's not around, and you know, jealousy. Like, is it okay, probably, is it okay for us it. to be bros? You were his friend before I was, and you were his latest friend. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they never. I mean, I don't even think did they really meet up much? Because after Civil War, he went straight. Like they had the airport fight, and then. He goes straight to Wakanda, so like Sam is out there with Cap, but 
he doesn't really see Bucky until Infinity War on the battlefield. So I don't know if they ever like really met. Trying to think. Also, I mean, I'm sure they've met like, since Endgame, but maybe. I mean, that's a real dynamic too, though. Like, if you are introduced to somebody by a friend, and you kind of feel like, hey, that's you know, that's Adam's friend, right. or that's you know, that's Amber's friend. Right. You can sort of sometimes feel like you're betraying someone's trust if you just go connect with that person right away. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I guess because the difference here is because, like, Steve is gone now, yeah. or at least, like, he might be around, but in the way that Peggy has been around, you know? Yeah. So they haven't said for sure, but I assume old man Steve is somewhere. Just know? watching his TV and laughing. <laughs> You're like, oh! The they're, going, they're going through this crazy thing again with the serum. Yeah, they're like, they keep saying Steve's gone, and I'm like, well, just because y'all can't afford Chris Evans, like, that means not right, right. <laughs> that's, that's like, really saw, why he's gone. <laughs> yeah, Chris Evans want to do other stuff. But we saw, um, we saw what, like, Isaiah Bradley could do still after all these years. And uh, so assuming, like, Steve lived through those years, like, I feel like he could, you know, he's st- he still got something, right? So hopefully he lives for a long time, but... He's not picking up any shields anytime soon. So I do love I that Bucky. I ship Bucky and Sarah. You what? That's it. I ship Bucky and Sarah. I like it. I think <laughs> she could take him. Don't <laughs> don't flirt with my sister. <laughs> That's right. Um, and um, the, I guess you know the thing with the boat and all that too, like the um, like Bucky and Sam are both kind of that other side of. You know, they weren't around, so they're like the optimist view, like, well, what do you mean the world was shit for five years, you know? Um, yeah. They, they, they sort of, the resettlement and the refugee camps, and like, they kind of cover, like, how terrible that would be, but they don't go too far into it. Yeah, I mean, if, if we're going to mention that, just, I'm, I don't feel like they really flesh that story out enough, like, I don't really... It, I, I don't know. I, it was hard for me to relate to what was going on with the terrorists and the refugees Agreed. and all of that. Yes. And I don't. I think we yeah. mentioned this in the thread that they were like, okay, so the flag smashers thing, like, oh, well, their goal is a unified world and everyone under one nation. It's because, like, they want it to be a relatable goal. And you're like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. But you're like, wait, was, like, everyone one nation, like, for five years? Right. I don't think so. It, it's, yeah, it's not... I'm, like, what's happening? I'm, it yeah. wasn't really... And given I that understand it, that, like, some people lost their homes, and then when they came back, you know, they're like, well, get out of my house. You know? Right. But how did we end up with whole nations of refugees? And, and these are our main villains of the show, so they probably should have a clearer motivation, especially if, like, the end point is going to be they were kind of right. Why were they right? Like, it, it wasn't all clear yeah. to me. It wasn't quite so, that they were right, and we'll get there, but I think they wanted them to be, like, not evil, but still, right, like, right. No, I we want to kill people. Yeah. Before we um, jump to that, I did want to say on Bucky, I really like that he kept Isaiah Bradley uh, a secret from... That's the name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that, they, that he kept him a secret from Cap. Like, it's just such a real dynamic that, like, Cap's this, like, leader and this person who keeps everyone feeling positive and whatever, and that his friends just, like, one of his friends just can't 
possibly bring Cap down by telling him about all this. <laughs> like it's right. well, very... he, didn't have a, he didn't have a lot of time, you know, went to Wakanda yeah. right away and all that. But I think also, yeah, it's one of those things where he was just also ashamed of it, you know? Right. Um, I would, yeah, I would say also Isaiah wanted to be left alone, and yeah, yeah. Cap wouldn't have, Cap wouldn't have let that sit. Right. So I can't imagine um, Steve Rogers like after after one visit being told to leave him alone. Steve, I think he'd show up just... every day. No, he'd probably be like, "All right, cool, leave you alone. I believe him." Yeah, freedom. but he would still uh, he would still fight about like he would fight for I don't know something, you know, yeah, some some sort of change, reparations, something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think they handled the Isaiah Bradley story kind of, you know, as best as they could. But it was the best. It was hard. It was the best part of the series. Yeah, I thought it yeah. was well done. It was just hard to explain. Yeah, there's some things about it that are just hard to explain. Like, you know, no one knew, and then like Bucky can just show up, and he knows where he lives, and. Um, because like he, uh, presumably he only met him when he was the Winter Soldier when he got defeated, right? And, like somehow he was able to track him down even though he's, you know, faked faked his own death. I, you know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it just for for expediency we needed him to be like, wait, you're Battlestar, and uh, I gotta get out of here. We're like, what, why did, why was he triggered by that? What's going on? You know. Um, yeah. But that was. Well, I, <laughs> I think part yeah. of that too is just the shortening of the series. I mean we. Yeah, I mentioned yeah. Past eight episodes backs. might have worked right. a little better. Yeah, we would have was it actually shortened? Flashback. Was yeah. it supposed to be longer? I, I yeah, there was so. supposed to be a whole like virus subplot that got cut. That's why there's vaccines in that episode. Well, yeah, I know the story changed, so, but but like, um, but like, I think that would have explained a lot of the flag smasher stuff. Like, I think there were other pieces that just kind of got hand waved or minimalized. Yeah, actually, yeah, in terms that. Of the, that's a good point. But yeah, I never heard anything about it being more than six episodes. So. Yeah. Well, when WandaVision premiered, I was like, well, how many episodes? Like, until we were getting close to the finale, I didn't even know how many that was supposed to be. Yeah, that, right. was, that was, I think that evolved over time where, you know, it eventually, like, I don't know, a few weeks, a month before it released, we knew it was like nine or something. But this has been six the whole way. Oh, okay. But Maybe, it was, yeah, it was just going to be like six longer episodes. Yeah, but but you are right about that. I think the the story changes affected the flag smasher plot the most. Yeah, I mean it's they, they had so much to cram into this, and I do think that's the one the one big gripe I have is that it was just not enough time to do some of the stuff they wanted. And I mean they get to the end point where we get our our new Captain America and him and Buddy are right. you know him and Bucky are best friends and you know um, it's like an episode of Step Brothers basically. <laughs> But, yeah, I had one of those Step Brothers moments um, yesterday at work. Actually, it was very odd. But <laughs> the bromance is real. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, Bucky, I think, yay. Uh, I think they did a good job with him. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is that Wakandan arm falling off, though, bro? You got to get that hacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like touches you in three places, and you're like, I know yeah. they're badasses, but you can't let that happen, man. Fair is fair. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, you know, I got the vibranium. It's the, you know, it's right. Like, yeah. They gave it to him. That's an even exchange. He's like, I'm not gonna use it against them. So it's fine. <laughs> but I did think it was funny. Um, it just falls right off, and he's 
you know, he can still fight. You know, he's he's not defenseless, but he's just like, all right, fine, whatever, arm fell off. <laughs> just let it go. Fine. I get it. Yeah. The White Wolf. Or what What did they call him at one point? He's like, it's, it's White Wolf, actually. Oh, yeah. They call, they call him like, what do you think you knew, the White Panther or something? <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. That's, so, what, that's what it was. It's, it's like, it's White Wolf. <laughs> He's like, what? He's like, never mind. Oh, no one gets me. <laughs> <laughs> it was that was kind of a sweet little like uh, humanizing moment, you know. And then when he shows up on the boat, and it's like, I'm just here to drop off this super cool vibranium Captain America suit, and I'm getting out of here. I got a hotel. I'm just like leaving. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like, fuck you. Get over here. You know. It was <laughs> like he's yeah, still. Yeah. I mean, because of everything he's done. And he hasn't had a lot of time in the world with people. I don't. I feel like he doesn't feel like he's worthy of redemption, and that's a lot of what his his story is about in this show. So mm-hmm. worthy, he's worthy, worthy. He could have picked up Mjolnir. Oh, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, maybe with the vibranium on. Marvel humor. Um, <laughs> I did. I did like when he used his uh, his right arm for for the wrench yeah he just grabbed a wrench and right they were like why did you just grab it with your metal arm yeah it's like i'm i'm right-handed right-handed i just i don't know it's not natural for me why didn't you fix it sam uh all right so let's um we can talk more about bucky when we get to sam but let's go on to our new captain america john walker how, how did we? Uh, how did how did you guys like his story? Were you familiar with the character before from the comics or anything, or hate him, love him, don't care? Like, what what did you guys think? I mean, I I was familiar enough. Um, I I liked. Uh, I really liked Wyatt Russell's performance, mm-hmm. um, but he was exactly who I was afraid he would be. And that's the exemplar of the douchey American white guy. Right. Um, and I can't fucking stand him. And I hate him with every fiber of my being. Oh, uh, no. By the end, do you? By the end? Yes. Oh, yes, still. Because he has, uh. like, he thinks he's learned, but he, he is not. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll he, see. Like, yeah, we'll see. He has that, no, he has that white arrogance where, like, he just he thinks he's properly like learned his lesson and been disciplined enough but he hasn't even come close um Mm. and so like and so and i know and i just don't have much interest in seeing him moving further because uh, you know he clearly because because he hasn't learned his lesson so he's going to be the same um if they're keeping with logic or he's going to or you know if they do a sudden like huge the only way he'll be likable is if they do a sudden like huge character shift which then just be out of left field for me so like see, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a no, it's, no win situation it's interesting you say that because i mean i don't think he's like the most unlikable they wanted him to obviously they wanted us to go this guy ain't cap um right. They, right. They, they wanted to set him up and pull him down and they had to do that very quickly but i also think that not necessarily that he completely learned his lesson or anything but on a, in a sense i think he understood that he wasn't the right person for that job and he realized what where it had taken him. 
I mean, the the character is one of those guys. I mean, in the comic books, he becomes Captain America, and then, you know, when Captain America basically walks away and says like "fuck the government," and then eventually they kind of, you know, he comes back around and um, he becomes U.S. agent. But he uh, he's still, I don't know. He's he's a good guy, but also like sometimes it's like, well, I'm just working on this black ops thing, you know. Um, he kind of sometimes gets involved in like shady shit, but usually he's he's out trying to do the right thing. And to me, I didn't look at him as, like, the epitome of, like, a white privilege bro. I mean, I looked at him as, you know, as what our country does is, like, the abused soldier. Is the guy who, like he said in his speech, is like, well, I am Captain America. Like, I'm a product of your system. Like, I did everything you ever asked me to. And then in a moment of rage, Zerum-induced rage, which I think this is another person who maybe was adjusting some changes and uh, not entirely responsible for his actions. Um you know, he did a well, terrible thing. He didn't take the serum himself. He but. did take the serum, which I don't... They tried to set up the serum as being, like, inherently this evil thing, which I don't agree with, and we right. can get to later. But um, I, I do think that he, you know, he had a pretty scathing condemnation of, like, yeah, so I fucked up, and now it's all on me. Staying in that court scene. is In that is court he? scene, he's being like, well, shit, I did what you guys told me to do. Like, that's what I know right. how to do. And, you know, he didn't, he, he was still in that moment where he couldn't come to grips with being wrong. Absolutely. Right. But I think he was very right in saying that, like, look, this is the system that you've created, and I'm a product of the system, and I'm just trying to do good, and maybe I'm not doing it right, but, like, but, shit, like, you're putting it all but, on me. But I think also we're supposed to take away from that situation uh, that he's not, it's not that the government cares that he killed someone. It's that it's he the did it on camera. Yeah, yes, that, it's like the, they wouldn't have the, done anything to him if there had been no one filming. Right. Yeah, he exactly. would have carried the shield. If he'd done yeah. that in the in that warehouse where his so, friend got yeah. killed, nothing. But doing it out there in front of everyone, bringing negative PR, got to be punished. So the, the hypocrisy of it, obviously, I think, is what really rings true to me. Right. And I think what I see, and I mean, this is informed, obviously, by my familiarity with the character in the comics and what I think they were going for. But what I see is a man who becomes determined to like, OK, well, you know what? I'm going to try to make this right. He goes, he makes his own shield. Like when he shows up in the final episode, he's not he's he's made the choice to not. You know what I mean? Like he's he's already made know. the choice. That I didn't he's feel going that. to that. He's going to try to end things the right way. Like, I don't, don't feel, see, I don't feel like he was, he was trying to do right. I don't feel like he was trying to do right by other people or by the, to the situation. I feel like he was trying to do right by himself. He was taking back what was taken from him as opposed to look, I fucked up and I need to fix this. I feel it was more, of, yeah, this no, was it, taken it from it me. Was, it it was grievance. Like entirely, you know, it was a, grievance. A yeah. I felt it was more grievance than Captain America outfit like i feel like that says enough right in and of itself that he was right. there to try to reclaim yeah i think he wanted i think he wanted to prove that he wasn't a fuck up obviously but yeah. i don't i don't think that he was like well i'm just gonna murder them all no matter what i think i think he was mm. past that mindset is is what i got from it i but i just don't feel at any point remorse from him like i get i get i have been wronged i get what you did the government was wrong i get that like that's that's fair and he did do that but at no point did he go, this was my action and it was heinous. I mean, when you've killed someone with the shield, like, I mean, even if he's a terrorist, there's still a, 
you know, you did something wrong. And there, at no point does he really acknowledge that. And yeah, so thus, they really, thus they, it they makes it him, hard for me to accept it. They had him owning up to kind of like the shit they gave him in the last episode. But they didn't really give him a lot of space to like have a moment to be like, well, you know, right. um, you know, let me let me have a moment about this whole, you know, shield murdering thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like oh, it, he, he, he's he's not the hero of the story, obviously. Right. Um, they want to they want to set him up as an alternate character that's not a complete piece of shit. Right. Is basically what they want to do. He lied so. to his friend's parents too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can't keep the name straight, but I mean, so it's not like because he was like, "I killed the person that killed your son," and like that's like one of those things where like, well, why did he tell that lie? Was that for his sake? Was that for their sake? Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell in that moment. Sometimes it's a nicer lie to be like, "You got justice," and then you can just kind of rely on that. Yeah, um, but, I mean, that lie makes them see him. As a oh absolutely as a hero absolutely. As a, I mean that yeah. lies design it it tells them right oh hey he did I didn't kill, it engenders empathy yeah yeah I didn't kill it's that self serving because I was mad and I just wanted to hurt someone I killed that person because I was trying to get justice for your son which is kind of true right. but it's not the truth that he killed the killer like he he just he also doesn't someone. tell he also doesn't tell anyone he has the serum. So, right. I mean, I think this that's the true. key right there. Um, is that he's, he's, I mean, and uh, somehow she knows uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus's character, um, Valentina, knows that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know how she knows it. Because she's mad at so, her, right? I, mean, I feel like it's kind of obvious, like watching him, you know, right, yeah, pull freaking, you know, the armored act. truck and shit. Right. You know, obviously, uh, you know, there's there's some shit that. Like only someone who's got some enhanced abilities could do, but I don't know. Um, anyway, I, I I think that we were supposed to hate him from the start, and I right. think that they wanted him to be like the bro jock cap that we all hated, you know, so we get the shield back. And I think that was effective, but I do think they provided him a bit of redemption at the end. And it's not like he's, I mean, like I said, he's not Steve Rogers, but he's on that road where like you know he can show up in something, he can have his. He can have his uh, he, he can have his moments, I think. You know, he he's never gonna be our like shining banner type character. But he can be someone that you're not like, Ugh, fuck this guy. Like you guys are all thinking right now. Yeah. Well I think he's kind <laughs> of so, yeah, American. I'm, I'm just I, I, mean, I, I, I could I see enough of that asshole in real life. I, I don't need it on my fucking T V screen. He, yeah. He's Captain Twenty First Century <laughs> America. I know, right? It, that that that's fair. <laughs> That that is that is a weird thing that like no one really talks about like like Steve kind of like kept the name Captain America just because like it, like that's what he was and that's what he is in the comics but like he he had moved beyond like the America part of that in like in the in his second movie well, it's more like <laughs> well, he's, well, I mean, I, he's I aspirational he's America still... he's aspirational right. America like yeah. I think the role of Captain America is supposed to show us what what can be. Right, it's right. supposed to embody, I mean, sort of the American dream, but just we're, like the American ideal and really just the human ideal. Right, where Walker um, is and more Captain America in the comics what often goes be. against the government, often says "fuck you." Right, um, that's the point. You know, that's like happened in Civil right? War. Like, like we kind of, like it's just like the arguments we have of like, like who should be Captain America, but like, like they they just they talk about the term in such a way that like that's not at all like it's not at all what 
Captain, like what Steve represented. So it's just like who should be the next. Like, right. I mean, I think when, when the MCU the started, season. you even thought like, well, a dude yeah. wearing the Stars and Stripes is gonna not not gonna play. You know, how's that gonna work with the international audience? Like, everyone hates America because of Iraq, all this shit. Right. But it worked. I mean, you know, I guess it's like Superman wears you know American-ish yeah. colors. It's kind of the same same sort of thing. Like, you know, I don't know. You don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but. Yeah. It's like Cap is what we want to think America is, and Walker is what kind of America is right now. <laughs> I mean, some of it, but not all of it, you know? I, and I think that's, I think we're going to get to it, but I think that's kind of uh, the point with uh, Sam and Isaiah, you know? Um, yeah. So that's a good segue to Isaiah Bradley, our... Um, right. OG oh, Captain America, kind of like uh, he was around no, longer, he, he, around no, longer than Steve was. No, 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 not in this version. Uh, I think he was. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they made him. Korea he was in this. I think, I think he probably went as Battlestar. I think that I mean, which is what triggered. Uh, oh, maybe. I mean, which I, is, I, I mean, I, that's what I assumed is what triggered. Um, but no, they they. Unlike what they did. Was he called Battlestar in the comics? I'm trying to remember now. Not, but Not that I remember. Because that was a story like 15 years ago. Well, I mean, he's pretty clearly like a Vietnam veteran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking Korea, but I guess it could be Vietnam. Yeah. It's, he was... um, so, yeah, so that's the thing. Like, and the, They changed it from the red, white, and blue, co- red, white, and black comic to that he wasn't, like, that he wasn't around at the same time as... As Steve, he was he was made um, after Steve went in the ice. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is he's 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 old school, but like I mean, he was after Steve, but like he was active for longer than Steve was, and then sort of you know he tells sure. us he eventually sure, tells sure. us his story, um, and the way we get there is, is it feels very random. Like when you know they mention Battlestar and Bucky's like I gotta go, and they walk off, and then we're in this neighborhood, and you're like what's and I'm like oh my gosh, what's about to happen? Like I'm like oh, wait, are we gonna meet? Isaiah Bradley, and then you know, sure enough, um, which great, great casting. Um, yes, and I think they did, they did a great job with him showing of like, well, you know, the American promise fucking fails a lot. Right. Like, look what they did to me. Look what, look what they did to someone who was you know ostensibly supposed to be their hero. They they tested shit on me and then threw me away when I refused to let you know my my comrades just you know be disposed of. So, you know, that's. That's also true to, uh, you know, true to our history, I guess. So, one thing I mean, that, not that we had super soldiers, but <laughs> one thing that I don't think is terribly clear is how public he was when he was superheroing. Like, you I know, I don't think he was at all. Right. I don't. Yeah, I don't feel yeah, like he wasn't public at all. Right. So even though you're saying he was like Captain America longer, but like in secret. <laughs> right. Well, so in the comic books, like he was never public either. Like, right. but he wore mostly the same costume i don't know if he had a costume or a shield it didn't really they didn't really go into that in any of this i mean did they talk about him wearing the stars and stripes or anything no um, i mean he I just remember, said i don't that remember he if he said like, anything like that because he, he, he had a crew he, he said those he stars and stripes don't mean anything to me something along yeah yeah he but probably he, just had a relatively normal uniform they basically had a, you know, a, um, they, they're making it like a Tuskegee Airmen sort of situation. They basically had right. an elite unit 
of you know serum test test people. You know. Yeah, it was yeah mixed um, the airmen and the experiments. Yeah, then they changed this and they made it. It was oh, it was two thousand three when that comic came out when he first came out, but they basically made it like a. Uh, I don't know, just a way to be like, well, the, the serum sucks. The serum's tainted, you know. Um, which, like I said, in, I said in the chat, so I don't really agree with that. But Oh, well, no, well, no. It was um, it, it was a imperfectly created version. That's... It, well, yeah, it was, it was a shit serum that, like, most of the guys died from, and he was the only one. I think in the comics there were, like, several hundred um, test subjects, and he was, like, the only one yeah, that it worked survived. on right. properly, yeah. But I mean, like they're you know they they wanted to make this so that like you know Sam would be like well taking the serum's evil, which I don't really think it is. I mean because we saw we saw I mean Isaiah was an evil, you know Cap was an evil. We, people I mean, with power are not necessarily evil. Yeah, but. I didn't get that impression. He just didn't yeah. want it. I don't want it. Well, because you know when because I mean that's why they bring in Zemo, right? Just to be like all people with powers are fucked up and inherently evil, you know and. Sam sort of ends up buying into that, which I find very odd. Um, but I mean, I don't Zemo's know. a good villain for this. So. Right, no, I, I love Zemo. I love... I, Dancing I love Zemo. I love Dancing Zemo. That, yeah, I love villains that have a code and fucking stick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And don't like wishy-washy, you know, all over the places the plot, like, needs them to be. Um, oh, you mean like... You mean like villains who go from... Hey, we have a principled stand to, I don't know, let's murder everyone. Right, yeah, let's just blow up some people (laughs) for shits and giggles. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I I think the Flag Smashers could have gotten there properly, but they just... Yeah, maybe, but, like, yeah, that just felt like a thing. I mean, it it happened in both, like, in both cases with both um, uh, John Walker and the Flag Smashers in episode, like... In episodes one and two, you know, you present the, them with, like, one side, you know, where it seems to be they're trying to do good or, or fighting for a certain cause. And then all of a sudden, you get, like, two scenes, one for each of them in episode three, where um, Walker just has that, that classic arrogance, like, threatening violence against random civilians, and then the Flag Smashers just randomly, like, blow up a building for no reason, and it's just I like... I need a sidekick, bro, I need a sidekick. It just yeah. seems like, it, yeah, it did seem like a way too easy thing. It's like, oh, okay, now we now we have to hate these people now, where it's just like... Yeah, you, so you I guess let's... Um, instead of let's, something let's, more nuanced, and then kind of just went away from it. Let's talk about all of the kind of, like, side stories, the uh, Zemo, Flag Smashers, Power Broker... Um, well, I, we've, I we've touched on that a little bit. Like the flag smashers, kind of don't make sense. So can I, can I just say one quick thing? Because I I feel like we gave Isaiah a little short shrift there. Where I oh yeah, as absolutely. I said, as I said before, like yeah. he was by far my favorite part of the series. Um, and it's it's the one where it's one of the things where the emotional impacts right the best. Right. Um, Did anyone not including including the finale, which which failed in other yeah. areas? Right. Did yeah. anyone not tear up yeah. in the museum scene? <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, I don't. Or not close. tearing up is not demonstrative. Maybe not tearing yeah. up, yeah. but at least at <laughs> least you, really David, emotionally, yes, you know, emotionally can like feel that. I moment. just because did like, you not you have the feels? Not, you know, it's not real, but at the same time, you're like, yeah, like you know, that's. You know, they deserve that shit. Like, you know, like people don't deserve our veterans don't deserve to be forgotten, especially the people that we, you know, tried to never let be known in the first place. 
because if they're getting buried by by the U.S. government, it's probably because the U.S. government did something <laughs> bad to them. Like, so no, I, I don't want to shortchange Isaiah. I just want to we'll cover the other end of his story yeah. when we get to Sam. But um, I, I okay. do think I do think that his his argument um, was certainly compelling. That you know, like we'll kind of sometimes like not necessarily fuck America, but fuck America sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like, hey, like it's it's not always been great out there for my people. You know, and absolutely. So I, I do wonder if some of the viewership, maybe if that doesn't register with them or yeah, if it pisses them know. off. Or I'm just, I am curious, like the we reactions. Talk about that. No, we don't. But I mean, <laughs> right. everyone loves the MCU. So I'm just kind of curious is like, do people just gloss over that if they don't like it? Or does it make them angry? They don't care. Oh, look at the IM. <laughs> look at the IMDB reviews. Like, Eight, oh god, like is that worse seven, than YouTube reviews? Well, it's just that like seventy to eighty percent of the reviews are like seven, eight, and above. And then yeah. down in like the one, two, three, fours. I mean now the two, three, fours, there's like one percent, two percent. And then when you look at the ones, there's like five percent or six percent that the hated stuff. it. And it's all the people who are like, Oh, you had to make it political. Why'd you have to inject politics oh. into this and blah blah blah? Basically yeah. racist basically the Ku Klux Klan crowd. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Um, but it's so disproportional. Yeah, there's like, you know, at, at like at two, at like two out of 10, there's like, you know, 1%. And at, th- at three, there's like 1%. And you go into one yeah. and it's like 6%, you know, or something yeah. like that. The, that crowd, yeah. that crowd who hates whenever like there's a, there's a black superhero basically <laughs> or a woman. Yeah. And I mean, I think, and I mean, I think they did a great job of hanging the lantern on, you know, um, on Sam's story and the fact that like, a black man carrying the shield and being a superhero is hard. And, um, but let's talk about, and, and I will say that I think they did incorporate that into the main yeah, storyline. It wasn't just like we're, we're virtual signaling. It was actually like relevant. No, to the I plot. agree. I agree. Yeah, it was, it was definitely, I mean, that was one of the major themes of the, of the season. It wasn't gratuitous. It was actually like essential to the rev- resolution right. storyline. So um, let's, Say Madripoor, Zemo, Sharon, maybe evil, maybe not. Um, how do you guys feel all of that played out? I thought the Sharon thing was going to be a red herring. And then at the end, she's like, excellent. Now I get all of the secrets and can be evil, <laughs> which could still be she could be a scroll. She could be playing a long game and conning someone else. Or I mean, she is she still evil be or just selfish? Right is she, she evil or just evil? selfish? I don't, I don't feel like she's evil. I feel like she's just selfish. Hey, we can sell this shit and make money off it. Well, no, but I mean, like objectively, if you're going to sell government technology, arms, weapons, top secret plans, I mean, that's going to lead to death and war and chaos. So I mean, that's pretty evil. I mean, it's self-serving. Your motivation might be money, but that's still kind of yeah. that falls on the villain side of things. I mean, but by I don't definition, know that though, that's any actually what she's doing, right? You could argue that about so, any arms dealing, really. I mean, whether she's getting it from I the think government she's just or anything. Playing both yeah. sides of it. I mean, I mean, I don't think any arms dealer is considered like the hero of any story, right? Unless you're watching Nicolas Cage's Lord of War. Yeah. Hashtag recommend. Um, <laughs> and he's also a bad guy in that, really. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So what, yeah, what did no, you guys think about like all of these kind of stories that didn't get a ton of uh fleshing out yeah so for yeah so for sharon um so yeah so in the end i just yeah i think she's just playing both sides of of everything and she's just like done you know serving any 
one power, and so she's just gonna do think about the Hydra. Who knows? Right, yeah, best for her. <laughs> um, so yeah, so overall, like overall, I like Sharon Carter, um, and I like Emily Van Camp in the role, um, and so mm. I'd definitely be excited to see her going forward. Um, but yeah, they're 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 two. Yeah, however you want to judge them as minor things here. Um, yeah, one we right we could have used um, more of her in the show, and it's you know it's because she uh, she's a, a main cast member on the Resident, and so her time is limited. Um, and that on what says, the Resident? I think it's on. Oh, TV. is she on? I didn't know. I don't watch anything like really network, so she's well, on yeah, a show right now. Either. Yeah, yeah, she's on, she's on a main like NBC show. Okay. Um, Last thing know, I remember her in was like Revenge, and that was I think right, a long yeah, time yeah. ago. So. Um, and so, yeah, I, I mean, the only reason she could do this is because these things both filmed in Atlanta, so it was easy enough for her to do it. But, like, she's still... Interesting, okay. She still can't be, you know, is this as much as she could be. And that always sucks when storytelling is limited by... Right. Real by life act, availability. Schedule and, and actors. Yeah, and that all also plays into the main flaw of her story and that, like, just her whole situation is, is ludicrous, like, logic-wise. Yeah, um, <laughs> the reason she was quote unquote abandoned is because the MCU didn't have room for her. <laughs> because in reality, she would have just joined up with Cap and right. and Widow and Sam. Right, because if they had if they had written that like oh she's working for Nick Fury on the side and she helped them out, you know, off screen, you would have been like yeah sure. Yeah, so if if she didn't get blipped, she would have just you know been on that plane and whatever that with that crew we see come in Infinity War and and save Scarlet Witch. <laughs> yeah, so I guess her, her story, what they what they tell us is that like since Civil War she was on the run. Um, you're right. Yeah, I mean she went on the run. You know, similar to um, what, uh, what Cap the rest of the team was. Yeah, the rest Cap. of the people were, were doing. Um, it's just that once, um, uh, I'm, I'm all of a sudden just like blanking on order of, of things happening. But, yeah, yeah. So like when Thanos, Thanos comes and blips everyone and then like, she doesn't have a chance to get pardoned and come yeah, back into but the yeah, fold but even, like yeah, everyone else even did. before the blip, like after, after Cap had broke his people out of the raft like right. he would have he would have contacted sharon as well well because i mean did, wasn't she basically saying that like she helped him get out get get everyone out of the raft oh i don't know i thought that was the implication she's talking about like she helped him steal the shield or something right well yeah but that was when she right that was the scene with the with the or, oh no that that's in civil war yeah you're yeah right. that's in civil yeah, war because yeah, so, yeah, so tony had the shield until endgame yeah right yeah. My, yeah, yeah. my point is is that after the like post-credit scene in civil war like cat cat would have also contacted sharon and she yes. would be with that crew she wouldn't have been abandoned <laughs> so like that's just um, the major uncle flaw. steve yes, yeah she knows him um, just it's just the major flaw in her storyline where you know i I, I like her character, and you know, well, you know, let's have some fun with this direction. It's just you have you just have to acknowledge the fact that it's silly, and then move on. I do think it's still silly, and if they want to legitimately be like she's gone down the, you know, profiteering route, like fine, you know, it's not the end of the world. I, it it seems weird. I thought they were gonna do something at the end to bring it in, but it could also something else could happen. It could still be a, a long play or whatever, you know. Or like I said, she could be a scroll. For all we know, you know. So. Right. Yeah. But, the, the scroll thing is is very valid. Is a possible valid thing. I just, is coming. 
Yeah, I know. I'm not particularly looking. <laughs> I don't. I really don't want it. I was. I was glad that they seem to be avoiding doing that, and now they're gonna do it. <laughs> With what? Oh, Secret Invasion. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I love. People I love that story. Scrolls. I love that story from the comics and all that, but like in the movies, they've made the scrolls as kind of like this like docile rebel army. Right. They're, they're yeah, basically like, like the rebel story. alliance from Star Wars, and I'm like, so how are they going to be the evil invading force? Explain well, I, that. I, I think they're. Gonna, I imagine they're going to. You know, maybe the, it's like the, an off an offshoot or something. Right. Yeah, it's another faction. I imagine yeah. the ones we saw in Captain Marvel are just one faction, and yeah, because the be Chitari in the comics are supposed to basically be a version of the Scrolls. So, but they couldn't use they use them in Avengers because they couldn't use the Scrolls at the time because of rights. You know. So. Anyway, what about um, like the power broker thing? She had all these people working for her, and then, like, a bunch of people showed up to kill them at the airport, and then we reveal who she is, but, like, was she the power broker because she had some serum? Like, <laughs> it doesn't seem like she did, like, obviously there's, like, espionage or whatever going on, but, like, in the comics, the power broker, I think there's several different ones, but, like, gives people powers, you know, so it didn't seem like there was a lot of that going on, um, other than she gave these kids right. powers and they went rogue. Right. Well, I mean, I yeah, they seemed to steal. I mean, they just stole them from her. I mean, it looks like she was. Well, didn't she say off. they were working for them? Like well, yeah, they, they were she probably said, like come back and work for me before she uh, kills what's her name. Right. Yeah, but I, I don't think. I don't think she gave them the serum like while they were working for it. It's just like they were just making. Oh. Uh, everyone had to do their own thing like during the right the, right. the, the five years. Um, they were just so, making making do. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, th I think they just, I, I don't think she'd give the serum to, to anyone. I think she was just kind of, like, holding on to it for, you know, for who knows whatever reason. And then they stole it from her. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, we'll see what happens with her, obviously. But what about, uh, let's see, what about Zemo? He, did you guys feel, I mean, he was great to have around also. He was the manipulative piece of shit who was mostly wrong. But did you feel like he just didn't get enough time? Like he kind of abruptly exited. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was just an abrupt exit. Um, yeah, I liked everything with him. It was just. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. For him. I don't know what more you do with him, though. Right. Yeah. That, that's also a good point. Um, and yeah, he still got, you know, his final thing at the end where, right. you know, he at this point, he's blown up pretty much everyone except for that. That's my one like consolation with John Walker is that um, Zemo could come to kill him at any time and I'd be all for that. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Um, did you think it... <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> did you think it was kind of weird um, that they took him to the raft? No. Because I thought the whole point is like, I mean, we saw with Black Panther where like they go to get Claw and they're like, bring Claw back for Wakanda justice. And here they're like, you know, they've been waiting. And then, like, the moment he escapes, they're like, we've got him. And then they're like, well, let's just take him to a more secure, non-Wakandan prison. Yeah, but they're, I mean, you know, they're they're involved in the world now. They're playing part of the um, the international right. poli the politics game. So it makes more sense that they would be. Which we sadly haven't really seen. Um, right, yeah. I mean, we'll get more of that. With, yeah. I mean, Black the show Panther they're Q, doing. Yeah. Everything, uh yeah, it's an unfortunate situation. Um, 
Yeah. So is there, uh, I don't know, Dancing Zemo was great. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember the actor's name. I can't, but the, whoever pl- whoever plays Zemo is, does, does oh, a great job. Does a great job. He's great in everything he does. Um, um, so yeah, so like, as I said, you know, he has a Like, code. I disagree he, he with him, but he had it. me convinced a little bit where he's like, right, but like all of these superpowered people are like evil pieces of shit, right? And I'm like, kind of, Zemo. I mean, kind of. Wait yeah, a second. Like, no, he no, also... No, no. He has he has kind of a, some key points here where like he act, like and this is another this is another part of why I like him so much is yeah like so he has his goal and his mission and he sees it out until the end no compromise but he like but he shows respect to Steve and he shows respect to Bucky um, and he's not going to kill right. either one either one of those because um, even in even in Civil War like he I mean he kills T'Chaka. Uh, and like he does some shit, but then like when it comes down to it, he's like, well, "I'll let you guys fight fight it out with each other." But then he kind of is like, eh, "You know, I don't really care if they kill each other." Like it's he has this weird. It's like I just sort of want all the superpowered people gone scenario, you know? Um, right. Yeah. He's certainly... He's not trying to destroy the world or rule anything. Or yeah, I, yeah. I, I, there's probably an argument you can make that he might be, a, you know, a little different um, and inconsistent from his um, Civil War character characterization. But I think it's more fun. He's here. had a few tats. Prison changes you, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, and yeah, and as David said, like, kind of the only, the only like random negative thing is that there's that whole thing where he like, you know, magically escapes from from that room which was was silly to me and then yeah then, like doesn't but then he doesn't do anything he just goes back to the memorial and then they catch up with him he's like all right i'm done now <laughs> and then oh yes i knew they'd be here and you're like okay well, th- there is something to be said for ending a story where it where it where there isn't much more story to tell so yeah i thought that right. worked. yeah yeah Save it for later. Like, I got, just, yeah. yeah exactly i was i was pleased with with what i i got from him so, like, it was, One thing that I have liked about the, the MCU is that they have, um, they've done a good job of, like, reforming villains or making villain, villains complicated and interesting, and also reusing them, like, they don't just kill off everyone that shows up, I mean, right, they right. do kill a fair amount of them, but it's like, Zemo could show up again in something else, you know, um, with a different motive this time, who knows, you know, so, you know, that'd be alright. Um, so, I know we've talked a lot about the Flag Smashers, but, like, yeah, flag smashers. Who are they? Um, what are they smashing? Which flags? I don't really know. <laughs> um, can someone please explain? Like, they're popular everywhere they go. There are people that have, like, the logo and that are super into it. And it's like, yeah, man, one world. And I'm like, right, one world? Cool, yeah, aliens exist. Let's all band together. But, like, why, why? are you killing people? Right. Like, in order to make them, uh, I, I, I think the idea is to make them, you know, complicated and you can understand why they do it. Like, like most terrorist groups, like, no one is the villain of their own story, right? Everyone's the hero. Right. But what, what were they really trying to accomplish and why? So and, I, and if you're going to make them, like, the evil, oppressed terror, terror I mean, not, not evil, oppressed terrorists fighting back a freedom fighters, you have to give them a you have to get, there has to be some real oppression. Order. There wasn't real. I didn't so feel if, any if real they oppression. Established, if they had established that, look, aliens were real. They arrived. Thanos kicked our ass. Like, no one saw it, but maybe, like, Wakanda released the footage or something. And half the people disappeared. And we realized we can't get through this alone. And basically, like, everyone threw away their passports. And the whole world was, was 
was, you know, on point. Right. If they'd made that point of saying, like, everyone was working together, like, they talked about, oh, well, the whales are coming back in nature and all that. But, like, never in the MCU were they like, well, during the blip, like, everything was, like, utopia and, like, we were all simpatico. Because if they had done that and they said, look, then you brought back half the world who were like, fuck you, that's my house, that's my border, I would get it. I would go, oh, okay, so things in a way got better and then all these people came back wanting to go the old way, which is what they sort of posited, but they never said, like, how much better it was with people gone. They were just like, it was cool to have half the people gone another back, fuck them. Like, if they had said, like, the world banded together and really, like, got their shit together, and so the half of us that were are, were left behind did a good job, and the other half don't understand that, I could I could get behind that. I, right? my, I, I guess I could, but I, I feel like if you're going to go the route of killing innocent civilians there has to be you have to be like fighting against an oppressive force and i don't feel like i want it to be the way it was before is fighting against an oppressive right. force Keep, you know yeah like there's they're like talking about refugee camps and relocations right. they're not talking about let's exterminate all these people and right know, that came back or something right you need like you, the there needs to be some that. justification if you're going to do really heinous things like i can yeah. get i can get i not maybe not get behind but i can understand like you know, fighting a, an evil oppressive force with terrorism if you think it's going to make things better and save your people from whatever awful things are happening to you. Yeah. But I didn't get that in any point. They, they kept saying it, but I never felt it but and I never, never saw why. It. Right. So, so like, uh, Kevin, what do you think? Because, I mean, they basically they were trying to, um, you know, overtake the means of production, it seems like. And that would be right up your alley. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's what Kevin does. <laughs> so I mean, like, like so they were—they tried to make them likable, and I think they they were likable, but like they didn't give a reason why they were likable. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's so. You know, it was like uh it was like a, I don't know, like a Bernie, uh, like a Bernie socialist, right? Right, I think Kevin. They're a little more extreme than Bernie. Um, <laughs> Bernie's always telling the youths not to burn everything down. We just want free um, college for the kids. Um, yeah. No, I Wait, mean, Bernie I is like Bernie is German. Was that? <laughs> yeah, we Adams impressions. Are <laughs> they're going down all over yeah. the place. All <laughs> they're all over. That is the um, point. He he tried to do George R. R. Martin on a podcast a oh, few yeah. weeks ago, and it came across as a Scottish grandma. So. <laughs> Sometimes they're good. Okay, guys. Um, so, George <laughs> okay. R. Martin, the nerd. Yeah, I mean, I thought they just underdeveloped it. Like, they didn't. They didn't really explain the desperation of the refugee situation very exactly. well. Exactly. Right. Um, I thought the world seemed fairly normal. I thought the best explanation of it was honestly at the very end, and that was. Um, that was when Sam gave his lecture about, you know, hey, it's not okay. It's not okay to just say we're solving it and it's complex, um, and then not factor in the people that are actually affected by the decisions you're making, and to recognize the gigantic gap between the people who have power in this world and the people who don't. Like, and you know, Sam just basically said, hey that gap needs to get a lot smaller, um, which I think is a fantastic yeah. point. Um, even if he got a little preachy, it he brought it back at the end, I felt like. Um, and 
the Flag Smashers just didn't really didn't really do it. Didn't really get developed like they could have been. Um, I thought you could see sort of the the basic plot points with Carly that she went from having having um, lines that she didn't want to cross, having scruples, and just seeing those disappear in in um, pursuit of her quote unquote larger goal. But you know, I mean, ultimately, we just didn't see enough to justify. It. Those scruples. Did you feel out. anything when they blew up? <laughs> when like the the van of them blew up, I was you know I just I'll be honest, yeah. I was like okay good, don't have to worry about that again. Yep. Like that tight. Yeah, yeah, glad we one, don't have to worry about if they're coming back. One plot thread tied up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which yeah, is funny because like they could have just not even shown them again, and I don't think I would have been I would have remembered. Right. Them, to be honest. But you know there would have been like some emergency anyway. awesome video or something that was like why the flag masters will be in Doctor Strange too. You know. <laughs> so. Well, I don't watch those videos, so so. Be <laughs> well, neither do I. But you know, I know they exist. Liar. Um. I see the headlines. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, feel I, like I, th- I feel like Sam did a better job of articulating what they were trying to say and what they were feeling than they did. <laughs> which I think is what the, the, point. the intention, right? Which um, I mean, I guess we can we can get to Sam because this this is like obviously the most important um, most important part yeah, of the whole well, show. Yeah. So I, say, I, I guess he gets my first one. Bit. Right. Before we move on, yeah, I'll just like make one more comment, you know, kind of about that where, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, with, with, with that type of stuff, like, I mean, it, it comes with the territory of, of liking epic fantasy where I, I want, I want to know like minute details, like when you bring up stuff that's, that's that complicated. Right. Um, but that's, I would say I'm probably in a small minority of people that like that stuff. And so that's really hard. Um, I need to, the flag to, smasher to world book. Um, and, and it's also, it's hard to sell and make interesting. It's also hard to write, um, and actually like kind of keep track of that and, and make all that up and make it in your head and put it on paper and make it make sense. Um, and yeah, and the MCU don't got time for that. (laughs) And that, that's certainly just a, you know, it's, it's a negative overall, you know, overall of the MCU, but it's, it's not surprising in this case. Well, they get to kind of live in that world of, well, it's complicated, so we don't have to resolve everything. Right, yeah. Which works out, because they Lamp may not always... a little bit, yeah. yeah. May not always be able to resolve things. Just fine. Yeah. It's fine. We had and, fun. Yeah. This was a fun <laughs> And so, yeah, so we, yeah, we can get to Sam, because, yeah, because I, I really did like that speech with, you know, with the, the, the obvious caveat of that it would have never worked (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i'd say never no never (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so i do think that might be the least effective part of the final episode when you know we've got our new captain america and he's just like well i'm just not gonna fight and it didn't seem like that was an option. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, and for the the right adversary, a couple episodes. I mean, he was he was mimicking Steve. For that. No, I know. But like, I think Steve still would have been like, "I'm going to put these people down," and you know, no, like, give him a yes. stern talking to. 
That's, so, yeah. um, and he, and you know, he said he's not Steve, and he's trying to do it differently, and he's trying to be understanding. And but, uh, yeah, if if he 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 could have talked them down, you know, a couple episodes back before they sort right, of yeah, that, went yeah, all in. John Walker so, that, fucked that up. Like, yeah, Sam, yeah, Sam had it, and John Walker fucked it up. Yep, yep, doubled down on the murdering. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, new suit was baller. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. I I don't get people's complaints with it. I, yeah. I Do people complain about it? Yeah, I think it's most. Yeah, complain about everything. Those they'll complain about everything. Because I thought it was gonna look kind of hokey MCU, and it looks almost exactly like the comic version yeah, really, of really Falcon does. Cat. Like, I mean, the wings I think are a little different, but like. Like well, the yeah, coloring and everything head to toe is basically the same, and I, I really like that suit in the comics. So it it's yeah. not the same as um, you know Chris Evans' suit or whatever, but it's you know not supposed to be. Bucky right. had a different suit. Like everyone gets their own suit. Cap's worn several different suits. I mean, yeah, I think so. I think it was mainly the headgear that people just thought look look the off. goggles. Yeah, but like that, it, I thought it, they were okay. I like the goggles. right. Well, the goggles are fine. It's just like yeah, he's just kind of got like a weird like half mask type thing because he's not really wearing a helmet and so I think that's what was bugging people. He's vulnerable to headshots. Mm. Right, yeah. But <laughs> this so, is a good so point. Was, yeah. so, lot, so are a lot of people. <laughs> right, right. I mean, we saw, so, I mean, there's definitely, we talked about power levels earlier, but it's like, like, Steve Rogers, you, you never really felt like someone could just gun him down, you know? Um, and obviously, since Sam doesn't have powers, that's more of a concern. But then, like, in the episode where the Flag Smashers are leaving the airport and, like, one of them's like, I'll stay behind. And I'm like, okay, so, like, they're going to do something. And they, like, knock over a pole and right. just stand there and get shot to death. And I'm right. like, huh. <laughs> I don't think, I feel like that wouldn't have happened to Steve. Like, I just don't think you could have killed him that way. Well, Steve right, has, yeah, but Steve has plot armor. It's That's what imp- the shield. It's what the shield is for. And He's got the shield and he would move and he would does get do more. Yeah. Like, eventually bullets could kill Steve, I'm sure, but I, I mean, like, so this, this, the serum doesn't make you, like, the Hulk, but, like, you know, he no. can, like, pull helicopters and shit. Like, it makes it so that I'm assuming, like, you know, like, a 22 round maybe wouldn't pierce your skin. You know, like, something like that. Um, I mean, yeah, Steve was much more you know. strategic about it, and right. and the shield certainly right. helped. It was, it did. He was like a Jedi dodging bullets. Right. Yeah, I mean, get a little ridiculous in cases Let's because, fi- like, his legs were unprotected. But like, <laughs> it, was, it was it was believable enough. Like the thing about yeah. Sam now is that he can encase himself in vibranium wings at any point in time. Right. And I I'm assuming right. that like his whole suit has like vibranium well, yeah, and, through it. Right. So he and should be bulletproof in the suit. Yeah. At the very minimum, it'll be real tight Kevlar. Right. Um, yeah. And, I mean, and yeah, it it and. It might not be pure vibranium just because, like, um, they were like, We ain't giving you the Black Panther, shirt. right? They're not giving him the full Black Panther tree, <laughs> like, tree. But I don't know, don't they all wear like some sort of vibranium armor? It feels well, like, right? Well, yeah, isn't that the fundamental problem of superheroes? I mean, they were created in a time where the most you might have is a gangster with a gun, and even then, them running into a hail of bullets made no sense whatsoever, and you just sort of have to suspend your disbelief. And well, now, think, and now you can use the, Kevlar and adamantium and right. you know and vibranium as our magic solutions to that fundamental narrative problem that yeah. we just I have think to it's suspend like DC our disbelief. Kind of disbelief. did that the most, where it's like almost everyone was just bulletproof. Right. You know that's why DC heroes tend to be more powerful because they're like the main thing was like, well, if there are goons, 
the only thing they have is bullets. So we have to make bullets like not an issue in our world. Right. You know, versus like a lot of like the street level heroes in Marvel. It's like, oh yeah, they gotta like get rid of the guns first and like this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all about suspension of disbelief. Hurt once, them. Once you start having to make explanations, it kind of ruins that suspension of disbelief. Yeah, you. then you're us just like talking <laughs> out of our asses, basically. Right. So most people are like, I don't care, it's fine. Right, I suppose. I, I, I do I think the MCU does um a decent job of of giving giving time and focus to that to not make it too ridiculous. Like basically as long as you show like effort, we're gonna give you the benefit of the doubt, I think is the main thing. Yeah. What? I think sometimes they put they put too much effort into it, but in any case. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, any, anyway, back to back to Sam's actual journey, which is more important than what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, let's, um, let's go here. <laughs> so so Sam Sam shows up in this first episode with the big action sequence and he's working as like a private contractor for the military again. Like he hasn't joined back up. Um, but he seems to be wanting to do good and wanting to help and the Avengers and all that's kind of not a thing at the moment. Um, and then we learn very quickly, you know, like number one, he's, you know, he's super smooth, like sneaking around with his drone and, <laughs> and Bucky's like, I'm going to sneak in. And he's like, I got the drone and all this cool stuff. And, and then we learn like, Oh yeah, but like the government's like, and you know can track all that and is watching the drone and which i wasn't really sure because they said something about like you know hey you're shooting all that shit's government property man of course they can track it but didn't like stark give him new shit and like work on his shit like i like he wasn't going to the air force to get his stuff worked on as an avenger right i would assume tony stark would have been like yeah we're locking all them out so I guess because he was saying they had to work on Red Wing, and that maybe that's when they put in, you know, surveillance or something. Right. But that was some hand wavy stuff, is what that was. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, uh, we'll just we'll just let it go. Because <laughs> we also get because John Walker tracks him down, who's like John Walker, who's just like, you know, the new Captain America with the full might of the government, just you know, walking around him, Battlestar, everywhere they go, like no support. <laughs> right. We're just we're on our own, guys. We're incognito in the Stars and Stripes uniforms. What? Uh, anyway, um, yeah, no, that, that was like some. That's kind of like what the plot rushing I was talking about earlier, where they, you know, in, in yeah. the, like the first like ten minutes of every episode, they just kind of had to, they they would go through th- some things and then just like get to the the meat and the, like the you have to be like okay, yeah, but yeah. So we see him give away the shield and feel he's not worthy, um, and struggling with issues in the five year gap, and his sister has been you know keeping down the family. Um, Shrimp boat, lobster boat, some sort of fishing boat, um, and just all of that going on. Well, I guess he's he's dealing with the aspect of that. Not even just that he was gone, but like before he was gone, he was with the Avengers, and she's like, "You were never around." And that's just kind of a very like normal human type of thing to deal with. And then we see him sort of see someone else with the shield and be like, "What the hell?" And kind of go through the whole process of like, you know, meeting Isaiah Bradley and. You know, do we need a Captain America? Should I be Captain America? Like, the whole thing throughout the season. And I thought they did a really great job with it. Um, I think, you know, the Isaiah Bradley stuff we were talking about, it was sort of a point-counterpoint thing. Like, Isaiah had his, like, you know, America's been bad to us. And he had a thing of, like, this is my country. And, you know, we can do better. And I, it, not everyone's like that. And, you know, um, both points are valid. So... You know, I think they did a really good job of walking that, that fine line of 
being preachy kind of from both sides, but not like overly so. Yeah, this this was like the raison d'etre of the show. Um, and they, you know, it was the thing that required the most um, work and execution and they had to nail it. And I think I think they pretty much did. Um, and I think I think it's it's the main, you know, it's what I think it's what you would judge the, the show on is if it was a success or failure. And I think that's why it's a success. Um, and, and yeah, my, my favorite scene is, is that conversation that Sam and Isaiah have in episode five. And it's, it's, you know, it's, you know, the main reason why that's my favorite episode, along with the fact that of all the episodes, that one actually felt paced properly. Yeah, I agree. Um, but you know, it's. And I would say, yeah, if they, if they maybe if they had um, more episodes or on another show, we um, w- would have seen like kind of a flashback of, of some of Isaiah's story. But uh, you can't really do better than what Carl Lumbly did in, in right. relating that just through. Yeah, I thought um, I thought he painted a, a yeah, picture with emotion, part. and yeah. um, I, I think he nailed it. You know, I, I like I feel like flashbacks maybe even like kind of taken away right. from that in the in the moment yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like he, I mean, yeah. He, I, he I could see some, well like if could. we get um, if we do get a young Avengers, which I think we're getting, and like his grandson is Patriot, you know, I could see maybe they do some like flashbacks or something and kind of show like legacy stuff, like that would work there. But I, I feel like it probably wouldn't have been great here. So what did you guys? What else? I mean, anybody else have any opinions on on Sam? Sam becoming Cap, which I think we all knew. Um, <laughs> his like struggle of like, you know, he was walking in the wrong neighborhood, and they're like, "Who are you? Is this what? Is this black guy bothering you, yeah. Bucky?" <laughs> like, and then be like, "Oh, I'm sorry. It's 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 the Falcon." And the kid being like, "He's black Falcon." They're like, "No, man, that's just Captain America." And you know, all this. Um, did you feel that some of it was too much? Did you feel it hit the right notes? I mean, I, you know, I mean, I thought it was well done. Um, I'm obviously, you know, I'm not a black person. So, I mean, I, you know, I had some nerd friends who are, who right. really enjoyed it, who were super into it. But, like, I don't know, you know, how the general public kind of feels about that or if they... Um, um, yeah, like, I'm, I don't know, I'm a little different personally. So, the, the bank scene and... The scene outside Isaiah's house, um, I just I skip through. Um, I don't I don't watch those scenes personally um, because they're predictable. I know exactly where they're going, and I've oh the it. bank scene, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I've, and I've seen enough of them. Um, so uh, for reasons of you know not wanting and, and needing to be reminded, I I just I skip those scenes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. whatever. I, I mean, and, and it's another thing where the way I watch TV, I skip scenes all the time. <laughs> so, really, you know, that's that's a, that's just a normal thing. Yeah, with, with how much with how much I consume, wow. is it yeah. is it stuff that you're just like I, you know, eh, I know this, I'm getting through this, or you're just like right, you know, yeah, like, well, yeah, it's it, like it falls into two. It falls into two camps. Yeah, there's there's it falls into two camps where there's some stuff where on. And it depends if, yeah, if I'm really interested in the show or just kind of, like, half interested. You know, for really interested stuff, yeah, there's some stuff I skip to just because um, I, I know exactly how this is about to play out. And so I just let it be. Um, 
And, and then there's other stuff where I'm only, if I'm only like half interested in it, then I'm usually like actually going through a TV show and picking out specific scenes that I like to watch. I'm, I'm very unusual um, when it comes to that stuff. And it's just because mm-hmm. of how much I consume at a time. Like I just don't have, I don't have the time to watch every single minute <laughs> of, a, of a show. You're like, I'm watching sometimes. these shows on two times speed. Why well, I, I don't I don't do that. I literally just like, I, you know, no, I know I'll, I know I I'll take an episode and, and watch like three out of you know the the ten scenes in that episode because it was the particular scene like it was something I had read a synopsis and I'm I was, I was interested in watching those scenes. Yes. Yeah, so, so my instinct is to be like I don't do that. You know, like I don't skip scenes and I don't really skip scenes. But there are shows that I sit down and watch and I give my full attention. And there are shows that I'm like this is background and I drift in and out. And there are scenes that I kind of pay less attention. I'm like, yeah, I know what's going on. I'll, I'll tune back in in like a minute or two, you know. Like, I sort of hear it, but I'm not really into the scene. So it's kind of the same thing, I guess, where it's like you don't necessarily need to pay attention to everything going on, you know, every moment to really get the gist of what the story is. Yeah. And so, and so yeah. So then, but yeah, but then in contrast to that, where, you know, I was, I was really interested and attentive during the Isaiah and Sam scene in episode five and his, his speech and, in the final episode, because you know that stuff, you know, I don't, I don't know where it's going, and it's, and it's really well wit- written, and I was very pleased with the, the execution of that. I thought it worked fine. I mean, it, it, it made the point it meant to make. I don't think it was too ham-fisted. I thought it, it, it was realistic, and for those of us who are tired of seeing stuff like that happen, I think it would be more tiring living it, <laughs> which is the point. Yeah. Going, going back to the bank scene for a minute, and this is sort of like a different thing. I think we've had this discussion recently, but like I found out, you know, a couple months ago that like, I think it was like before 1989, you, you didn't have a credit score or anything. You just walked into the bank and were like, give me money. Mm-hmm. And it's like whether or not they liked you and thought you were cool. So basically, if you, you know, if you dress nice or you were, you know, weren't a person of color, you had a better <laughs> chance of getting right. a loan. But like also like, you know, nowadays where they talk about like you know we'll just you know go buy a house and get a loan and live your life and get a loan for business and it's like yeah all of you people saying that like we're just able to go to the bank and ask and they were like i think you can pay it back (laughs) you know like maybe they'd ask for some collateral or whatever but it wasn't this like strict thing where they're like oh no no no, your credit score went down two points so we're going to charge you 10 percent interest more you know and then you're screwed over i remember finding that out i was like physically mad like all these people pretending they like the system was the same for them 40 years ago, you know? Yep. Okay. Boomer. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I mean, he doesn't put the suit on to the last episode, which is, I mean, obviously what they were going for. He gets the suit from, from Wakanda. He rejects the serum. Um, and he also kind of just says, look, I'm trying my best. I might fuck up. This might not work. This is hard for me. I don't even know how I feel about this. Um, I don't know. I feel like he, he kind of hit all the notes, you know? And I, I did see a number of people that, you know, there was, there was a lot of panning of the finale, I felt, that I saw online that people were disappointed. But like I said, the reasons yeah. why they were disappointed seemed to be, some of them were just like, oh, there wasn't enough going on. There's not enough action. There, you know, ended too soon. And other people were like, you know, disappointed that that Sam was cap or like, why is it about race or, you know, that sort of stuff. So they were kind of all over the place. But 
um, I think for the most part, you know, people enjoyed it. <laughs> Hi, Luna. Yeah. Hi, Squeak Toy. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Well, people are gonna be hitting this on on that on that speech just because, yeah, like you know, uh, you know, and ideally, you know, it's you want to do more more show, not tell. Um, it's you know, instead of having a, a guy just really just um, lay out the you know the overall themes of your show in a speech, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. it was just it was just one of those things where subjectively you know i was fine with it and it worked for me um and yeah and i and i enjoyed i really enjoyed kind of the the celebration and and cookout and all that stuff at at the end um with with everyone and bringing uh you know i'm 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 never gonna say no to a a nice little happy ending these days Mm -hmm. last you know 10 years or whatever we had a lot of you know dark and gritty and everything's about mm-hmm. subversion and the antiheroes or things being you know it's real and shitty and people are bleeding and dying and, but you know sometimes it is nice to just in the story with you know like the the prince and the princess get married or the hero slays the dragon or you know like we just we end on a happy note and we can go home and go cool especially after this last year um yeah Sometimes it's nice to get a win, even if it's like a fantasy mm-hmm. win. If it's a story win, like I'll take it. Yep. I don't need to watch the New Mutants again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Thomas or whoever it was that liked that movie. <laughs> I thought it was fine. Yeah. But... Yeah. How yeah? How dare you waste Anya Taylor Joy like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw someone posted that was like, "Oh yeah, fuck this movie," but can she be in the new X Men movies? Can we just like? <laughs> bring that character over Um, you know but they shot that like 10 years ago so i don't know (laughs) (laughs) she'll be a senior Uh, citizen in the next one that's right she's got better things to do yeah so uh so so the title line ends with this we get you know we get all these post-credit scenes and we get the u.s agent and we get you know all this this stuff that happens but you know it's it's um, changes from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. They announced Captain America 4 is in production now. Um, no details on that. Uh, I don't even know if they said if like the Russo brothers are doing that or who's doing it. They haven't but... said who's directing it, but the but the main writer of, of the show and a couple oh, of the other not, writers yeah, are co-writing it. So them. Yes, yeah, yeah. Whoever, whoever did the we'll show the, is going to be, be the writer. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's going to be connected, obviously. That's two the years down character. the line, at least. Right, so my question, yeah. though, is if they're doing the movie, is there a... I mean, by changing the title and the closing bit there to Captain America and the Winter Soldier, is that implying we're going to get another season? And are they going to have another season of a show when there's also the movie? Like, See, I don't, I don't think so. Mm, I think, I think, I, the yeah. movie, I think the movie is just essentially going to be the, the second season of, right. of the show. I think, and I hope this is what they do, I think that these movies are used as filler material and bridge material like they've been doing. Like, I don't want to be like, well, we have to fill out WandaVision season two, you know, and then they force something in there. Like, if they say there's a story in between, you know, Avengers six and seven or in between, you know, whatever and whatever, I want to, I want to show a vignette or something, you know, and we can use this longer form to spend a little more time with characters, especially characters that we didn't get to know a lot, like Falcon, Bucky, uh, Wanda. These are people that we really didn't spend a lot of time with in the movies. So, you know, uh, Loki we spent a lot of time with, but, uh, you know, that's going to be interesting. So that's in another week or so. Well, right? an alternate, uh, an month, alternate. I think. No, it's in June. It's, it's not until June. June. 
Oh, I thought it was coming out two weeks after this. I, I'll have I know. to look that up. No, I originally it's, thought it's, that. It's editing in June. Yeah, but that's um, that's going to be, I'm assuming, our end game. Um, Loki, the one from the alternate world right. that uh, yes. that stole the uh, parallel space Loki. stone and like was like that's peace out. It's so, Paraloki. It's a way yeah. to still. It's a way to still keep in our redeemed dead Loki, but also have you know kind of that character. Maybe backtrack him a little to being kind of a little maniacal shit a little bit, you know. Um, and then he can cross the world and come back into the universe because Tom Hiddleston is the best. Right. Yeah. That that show definitely seems more um, of a plot based show than than character development in terms of its connection with the MCU because the main thing they're going to be doing with that is is time streams and and multiverse stuff which i imagine is is essentially the main theme of kind of this next phase post uh, thanos and hence kang the conqueror and all that we'll see but yeah i mean that's and yeah that's uh, i agree with you um adam like that's that's why uh, um, uh, you know, I'm just excited about the TV shows in, in general and, and feel like that's kind of the best, the best use of them is essentially like, you know, actual character development. <laughs> um, or it just, it's, you know, it's a lot easier to have good character development in six to eight episodes than it is a two hour movie. Plus Moon Knight. All right. So that was, uh, that was our little MCU update chat. Uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and uh, we look forward to the next one. Uh, Loki, I'm sure, will be here to talk about that and what that means for uh, whatever else is coming up, or if it just means it's, you know, go fucking cool as shit. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, thanks for joining me, guys, and we'll uh, see you next time. Nice. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, thanks Adam. Adam. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yeah, and I, I thought know. I should say I should say Kevin because Kevin said Kevin, and I should say Kevin instead of Amber because that would be funny. But cut all this out because it's not funny. So like Moon Knight and all these other shows that are coming out, like everything I think is going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun, especially once they get to like a rhythm where we've got like Star Wars, then we've got Marvel, then it's just going to be so much shit to keep up with. I think then you're going to start losing. Yeah. a fair portion of the audience and they're going to be like well what do I need to watch what do I not need to watch or I'll catch right. Yeah. Later. Right. I mean I, 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 yeah I will say like at this point with all the content they're, produ- they're producing there right. are there are some stuff that I'm not that I'm like less interested in um, yeah. like uh, Secret Invasion Armor Wars um, yeah more maybe oh, more I'm, da- I'm down for Armor Wars if they do it you know if they do it big I'm I mean yeah it's a, it depends but... on like on it's not Tony, but it's, you know, they include. Well, it just for me, it seems odd that you have you, like you have to you're doing both like an Iron Heart and an Armor Wars. Like that should just be one thing. Well, so like, but like, well, the Armor War. I mean, the, and I would assume they're going to lead into each other. Yeah. But the the Armor Wars. Um, I don't know which is coming first, but the story in the in the comics is like, you know, Tony builds all these armors for so long, and he's Iron Man, and he's kind of arrogant. You know, you have, like, the Demon in the Bottle storyline and all that. And eventually it's like, oh, no, your shit got out, and now other people are using it, and he has to kind of go 
try to reclaim it, try to, you know, put the genie back in the bottle. And with Tony gone, obviously you can't do that, which, you know, is unfortunate. But you'll get, you know, um, Don Cheadle being like, well, I got to protect Tony's legacy and not let people, you know, basically raid the armory. You know, so that's a very interesting angle. And I would would assume that would come first and you would get Ironheart kind of backdoored into that. Yeah. Yeah, I um, like Secret there is, there is one thing. I'm not as into because I don't know how they're going to possibly make it good, but <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, the one thing that could get me to watch Armor Wars is is Sam Rockwell. <laughs> that that would be the one reason I. Oh, I mean, I feel like unless unless he refuses, they have to bring him back, yeah. right? Yeah. So I do think like the hard part is it's like um like I'm not as excited for something like Secret Invasion because they use the name, but then it's like Age of Ultron. Like, we had a movie called Age of Ultron, but it was nothing, nothing like Age of Ultron. Age. Yeah. It was like first appearance of Ultron doing a thing. It was not an Age of Ultron at all, like, which was a comic storyline that was completely different. But even, like, even in a self-contained concept context, it was like, well, it seemed like he was here for, like, a week. You know, it doesn't seem like an age to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, a little, little presumptuous there, aren't we? Yeah. So, yeah. When you got a big budget, you can call it whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So Secret Invasion could be like you know, well, two right, two scrolls. Like, there was ten scrolls <laughs> in like one Avengers base, and they invaded know, a bar. Okay. They invaded a bar. <laughs> yeah, you're like I, unless you've got like a planetary you know threat, it doesn't you know you've you've used the wrong right. name. Right. And if you do, can you do that well in a TV show? We'll see. Uh, no. Um, I just don't think the way they've done the scrolls or anything, but you know the smaller stuff like Moon Knight. You know, like yeah, I didn't hate yeah, Moon the Knight Netflix stuff. I liked Daredevil. I liked Iron Fist somewhat. Um, second season was okay. Right. Yeah, no, you I, know. I wanted I wanted Moon Knight on one of the Netflix shows. I was, yeah. I was I've been about that since. That would one. make more sense. Um, and and yeah, and, and She Hulk with Tatiana. That's it. I know, <laughs> right? No brainer. See, yeah, now, I, yeah. I don't know the Moon Knight character very well. I'm aware of him yeah. and kind of the mythos a little bit. But I know that he's got some, you know, hardcore fans. And I think yeah. that it's, you know, based on what I do know, I think it's something that would lend to, you know, a great a great series if done well. Yeah. So, you know. I feel like he's too generic for me. <laughs> like, he's not different enough from other heroes to be worth, to get me excited at least. He's like Egyptian Batman. Just, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. De- uh, that, that is a good point, Dave. Yeah, you have to... They they're gonna need to pick an angle and right. and commit to it. Right. I mean, I'll check it out and then we'll see. <laughs> yeah, and so I think what some, what you're gonna happen is like some of these shows as they start doing more of them are gonna fall into a right. place where it's like it's not appointment television. It's right. like I get to it in the summer and it's not as essential. So they can't yeah. <laughs> they can't make everything like even with the MCU like every like, other streaming service. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Right. But like even with the MCU movies, like not everyone saw all the movies. Like I saw pretty much every movie in the theater, but some people are like, Oh, well, you know, I don't want to check out Ant-Man two or whatever. They made several movies that, you know, you could, you knew you didn't really have to see. You could, you know, read a blurb on it and you'd be up to date. And then there were other movies that's like, well, you can't miss. Yeah. I was wondering like like winter soldier, you know, stuff like that was like, you can't miss it. Right. That like, that's what I was wondering about is like, okay, so, you know, 
with Disney Plus doing like what a dozen Star Wars and a dozen Marvel TV shows over the next few years, it's like right now every one of them is doing better than the last. I mean, Mandalorian did huge numbers, and then WandaVision did huge numbers, and they announced with um with Falcon and Winter Soldier that the premiere was the most watched premiere that they've had on Disney Plus. So it seems to be going up and up and up. Although part of that might just be that Disney Plus has more subscribers now. But yeah, either it's a numbers game. You know, yeah. at least when they premiered. Plus, plus pandemic. Right. And the pandemic certainly helps. But I wonder at some point, like, is that going to fade? Is there going to be like a flop on, on Disney Plus, you know, or at least eh, it just did OK. Will will by the time, you know, the fifth or sixth of each of these comes out, are people going to be like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll binge it next year and then forget about it's, it. It's <laughs> weird because I have no I have no idea. But, like, we've been predicting, like, the superhero bubble for five years now, probably. Right. Like, and all of those movies are going to crash. And this Because Batman's and Justice League's and then all the different Marvel stuff. And, like, people are just going to get sick of it. And so far, it's been more and more and more. Right. But Endgame, like, since Endgame, it's been quiet, right? We've got these right. shows now. But the pandemic sort of gave this... A force this, break. This break that <laughs> maybe they break. needed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, probably, maybe if they had just kept happen. going, it wouldn't have hurt. So, yeah, it could be... That you know, Black Widow's coming up here um, in a couple weeks. It's going to be in theaters. It's going to be on Disney Plus, and that could July. go ins- that could go insane, right? Probably yeah, not in the theaters though, because they're. I mean, they're timing it. You know, when most people are going to be vaccinated. Like right. yeah, like stuff's starting thing, to open like, up. People want normalcy. So if that hits really hard, and then you know you've got Thor and you've got. Um, Eternals is still kind of a wild card, but you've got all this stuff Shang-Chi. coming back, and if people it's, get re-energized and excited by it, like these shows would obviously play off of that, because you know, like Loki's coming out this summer as well, and that's Loki's a fan favorite. So I mean, you could see people like back at kind of like peak MCU levels again, or you could you could start to see the fall off. I just really don't know where it's going right now. Mm-hmm. And if the pandemic hadn't happened, I might have said, yeah, you know, this is all going to fade out, you know, at least for a little bit. But uh, now I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I think in the in the short term it's gonna get a surge again, and then and then yeah, then probably some saturation will kick in. But then but then I think it'll still just be pick and choose like you would have with with any streaming service, and some are gonna and be hits and, and some aren't. Because at that point we're gonna start seeing mutants and Fantastic Four and. You know, kind of, yeah. we can mm-hmm. give things a break and bring stuff back. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say the only worry is probably is probably quality because, um, right. the one thing the one thing that's good about the MCU, pretty much from Phase Three onward, um, is they were they were putting out consistently good stuff, and that consistently good stuff gave them a reputation of having consistently good stuff that they then had to make sure that they put in the effort to keep achieving. Right. Um, and give them and the so, resources, yeah. the money, and well, put the right people yeah, in so there. so it was a nice, like, continuous, like, loop of stuff. And, and yeah, with, with saturation that, that, could, that could disrupt that to the fact that some things don't. Um, well, I think most people would agree, and you guys would probably agree, like, Thor 2 was kind of like the low point in the MCU. Right, I think that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Think. From, and from Thor 2 wasn't bad. It was just like, eh, yeah. right? Yeah, so I feel like the worst the worst MCU is like going to a restaurant and buying a $12 burger. You're like, it's right. a pretty good burger. It's thick. Yeah. It's juicy. It's what I want right now. It's but, $12. You know, it, it doesn't really disappoint. But, like, you know, then you get like a You're not excited. Soldier, you get something that's like a filet mignon, you know? 
Like, but they so far they haven't put anything strip. out where like you <laughs> order that twelve dollar burger and it looks like a McDonald's patty. Like, right. yeah. and when they do that, that's when the real test is like, man, you guys just put out a piece of shit, and that hasn't happened. Yet. So, right, and hopefully the, it doesn't. You know, it's very hard to maintain, but they are bringing in a lot of different creative people, different that's directors. That's exactly the key right, right. there. Is, right. Is, I mean, Kevin the Feige is they're like spending the, the money. Line, right? They're spending the money to make it good, and that's attracting high quality directors and writers and talent and and, and actors. And that's probably what what's made it so good is you've got good people on them, and and they're committing to keeping good people on it at least for now. So we'll see if that continues. Yeah. And it's it's weird too because like early on, and they still do this, but early on they were you know before they got bought out and even a little bit after it was like well, we can't spend money. Like right. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, um, the other Chris. <laughs> all the they, were, they were all pretty cheap to Pratt. get, honestly. Yeah, Pratt. I know. I, Pratt, I'm they probably kidding. got nothing on. They probably he probably yeah. paid him nothing for the first one. Well, they, but I mean, even like Chris Evans probably was the highest priced guy, but he was like kind of he was the Human Torch. He was the right. guy from Push. Right. You know, like okay. he wasn't Tom Cruise. Right. So they did bring in. They spent on your Samuel L. Jacksons or your you know certain people to. That would cost more in these longer-term deals. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was cheap. He was, well, his career had kind of, you know, eh. and then they had to yeah, spend but, around, right? Right. But, but RDJ had a very unique contract that made him a whole bunch of money because he's like yeah. The eventually, only he eventually he's the only person that got ungodly amounts of money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, then, um, so, so now they actually have to spend money to keep people around. But they, they're still trying. But to they're find making so much money they can afford to, too. I mean, you know, yeah, when, yeah. when 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 a movie makes almost three billion dollars, you can afford you can afford Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> but this is what yeah. I said: is like you know, like Anthony Mackie's contract probably wasn't through the roof, and now he's Captain right. America. And I mean, like Chris Hemsworth, I don't know. You know, hopefully they keep him around for a good long time. But who knows? Um, you know, you're going to have Fantastic Four, X Men actors. You can all find young, new people that don't cost much. Right, and that's um, yeah, that's what they've been doing with you know the writing and directing talent too. It's just like they always yeah. they always just pick up, pick up the the, the upcoming people, and yeah, because you know <laughs> they landed they landed Chloe Zhao at, at the exact right time. Oh wait, what is she doing? What Chloe Zhao, the person who just won? The no, but what is she doing? Like, what oh, is she doing for that? Eternals. Oh, she did the Eternals. Uh, okay, I didn't and know it's, that. Okay. And it's supposedly incredible, as it should be. Interesting. Okay, that, that, that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that um, that, that that really helps them, I think. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's you know, it's it's all about good timing and not kind of fucking it up, and it's not going to happen forever. They're going to eventually put out like a you know Batman and Robin. Or something that you know. I, I mean, maybe if they make it and it sucks, they just like never release it or something because they're embarrassed. But eventually, they're going to put out something that's just not great. And uh, hopefully, it's you know, kind of like everything DC has put out. <laughs> well, not everything, but you know, most of it. I mean, it's just. I think part of it is by comparison, it wanes, right? right. Um, and then DC was like, well, we're going to sort of try to do the thing Marvel's doing, but like they didn't really commit to it. And, yeah. you know, that kind of hurt them. So, yeah. Not the best. But, which is a shame because, you know, I'd, I'd love to see like a decent Green Lantern movie or, you know, I really was excited for the Ben Affleck Batman movie because I thought he did a great job. But, yeah. but then I think the internet trolls, I think, Pattinson. pissed him off and, the Pattinson movie looks really good too. 
But I just, I, I, it's just weird to see someone like of that caliber to be like, he's like, I'm Batman, and everyone was like, that fucking guy. And then it seemed like, <laughs> well, it, it seemed like ever since it was announced, he was like, well, no one really likes me as Batman, and just like, just hated the role ever since. And I'm like, dude, just you did a good job. Get over it. Like, a lot of people actually liked you once they saw it, but he was already sort of out the door, you know. But I guess when you're in Hollywood, that's you're either one of those people that like it gets to you and you can't handle it, or you're just like, I hire someone to trim my Instagram feed so I don't see anything negative. <laughs> Which that'd be me. I'd be like, delete all the bad comments, please. <laughs> I don't need to see that. Those people aren't real. Will be fun too. Oh, that's right. And then um, have they announced the production schedule for Guardians of the Galaxy three? Uh, no, it'll. I mean, I I don't know. Don't forget there, there's a go- afterwards. Don't forget there's a Guardians holiday special. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> what? Yeah, that, that's, yeah. Yeah, they're doing. Yeah, that stuff's pretty far down the line. I'm not really. I'm assuming it's next that. holiday. <laughs> I'm assuming that's probably going to be in the production soon. I could be wrong. It's going to be right up there. Yeah. Sure. I mean, like, I just... I don't know. I'm, I'm really only paying attention to stuff that's coming out this year, and after that, then I'll look ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've got the 20-year plan, and I've got right. a lot of other things to watch right now. Yeah, so, I mean, I wonder how far down the line Captain America 4 is going to actually be. Right, yeah, that's well, what I'm saying. Like, they got the crazy thing is because they reserve these spots. Like, right. If you it look at the anything. release schedule, people go, okay, well, we've got this date for unnamed MCU movie, this date right. for unnamed Star Wars movie, all this stuff. Right. And, like, they're just like, oh, yeah, we're going to put something there. And they don't tell you. It's like, it's it's crazy. Uh, well, on some level, how early do you need to be building hype for a movie coming out in three years? <laughs> well, I mean, no, nowadays like, you get now you, nowadays you get a... That takes, that right, does take I know. Years, yeah, right? but I'm like, saying... To build but, a toy But in terms years. of building our excitement, um, like, I don't think they need to tell us that. I mean, they might need to tell Hasbro or whatever, but, you know, it's like... I don't, I don't need a teaser trailer two years before a movie comes out, which is happening a lot, which is silly. <laughs> right, right. No, we don't, we don't need that. But the fact is, they're reserving these spots so you know stuff is coming. But you're like, they don't tell you the plan. You're like, okay. But you know, with the pandemic, everything's obviously been pushed back. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure that the whole, uh, the whole situation of what we know and what their plans are would be a lot different right now. <laughs> you know, if everything had stayed open, right? Well, we'd be talking about Black Widow for sure. <laughs> right, but Black Widow right. would have... Well, I mean, it, it's been like right. a year, right? Right, Black Widow over a year. <laughs> I got the toys like you know, a year ago. So, <laughs> you know. And yeah, and the, clearance. I think I think the ones currently like filming are like Thor and, and Ant-Man, and those would probably be done by now. And then the, uh, the Kate Bishop series with Haley Steinfeld. Is that done filming? Or I don't I'm, I'm still, I still have no idea what's. Yeah. I think I think they said that the Hawkeye thing was done. I think yeah, I think yeah. he just finished filming it. Actually, he on social media was saying something about that recently. Right. Yeah, that's, and that's that one of those things that has either, such so. yeah weird, you know, outside production stuff. I'm just like I, I'll like I'll pay attention to it like. <laughs> the week before it comes out, <laughs> yeah, yeah. because like, like winter, until, tell me when it's being released. I'm about to say until Stop I'm like telling certain, me about it. Yeah, until I'm certain it's actually like gonna be released. Uh, you know, until I'm certain like when it's actually gonna be released. Like I, I've just yeah. been ignoring it. Um, well, this is why I like generally the, do the Netflix model of like I watch something and I consume it and I'm like, oh, that was cool, and then I'm on to the next thing, right. and then six months or a year or nine months or whatever it is. 
they're like, hey, remember this thing? There's a new season of it. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. surprise, new season. Like, yeah. uh, that's, a, that's a good feeling, you know. <laughs> if they were like, surprise yeah. MCU movie, that would be kind of funny. <laughs> you know, it's not that, you know, we don't know that this stuff is being made. It's just we don't pay attention because we have so much other stuff going on. Right. Right. And, I've and on of, some level, I've, I've do sort you of need tried to... to do that, like where I don't really read a lot of the production stuff anymore. Right. And, on, and on some level, do you really need to know about the movie or the TV show that's coming out in two years? I mean, it's like no, when it comes out, I'll watch it and I'll enjoy it. And, you know, a week before I'll see the trailer and I'll, then I'll make my decision and that's fine. Yeah, well, they put the trailers out, you know, months ahead. Right. And it's like with MCU stuff, it's I like don't. I'm probably going to watch it all. I don't but even watch the trailers well, that what I What I like is, you know, I mean, I like seeing like the casting news or something like, Oh, they cast yeah. so-and-so as this yeah. character. And you go, okay, that's fits. And I'm like, well, I'll look forward to that. And then you move in on, three you know? years. <laughs> but then, right. Right. But then they post, and then sometimes that person gets replaced and gets so far right. out, but then they post like pictures from the set and like, Hey, what does this look like? Hey, is that Andrew Garfield Spider-Man with, with all the just, other Spider-Man? What's happening? Care. Is that Toby? And I'm like, I don't know, man, I haven't even heard care. anything about this movie. And you're showing me a set picture. Like, I don't, you right, know, I don't know. Right. Just like, don't care. You know, there's, there's so many good movies and shows coming out. I don't need to worry about the ones that I'm not going to be watching for three years or four years. <laughs> yeah. I'll worry COVID about the one that comes out next get week. You by then, so. <laughs> I mean, if I haven't caught up on everything I'm watching with a year of lockdown, I'm probably never going to catch up. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah. this is the thing, too, is that, like, we're in the golden age of content. There's right. more content than ever. And, like, for, for people like me, it's like I've switched from, like, I used to rewatch stuff. Yeah. Oh God, I haven't rewatched almost anything. But but there are people. That's all they do is they they sit around and they rewatch The Office or whatever their comfort show is because you know anxiety and all that, right? Right. How many Um, times has Amber seen Endgame now? (laughs) Right. And I mean, I've watched. I'm able to know how many times I've watched Endgame now. But I I used to be like, I mean, I'll still sit down and watch Lord of the Rings or I watched Braveheart the other day because we were going to do a thing on it and. Like, there are certain movies and shows that, like, I used to be like, oh, I'll watch this every year. And I'm like, oh, it's been oh, like God. five Who has years. time? You know? Who has time? Right, because <laughs> the, content, the content's constantly increasing and your time is limited. And, you know, but uh, sometimes I'm just like, you know, if they could just not make stuff for a little while, that'd be great. <laughs> well, I mean, that's um, COVID gave but, us that to some extent. I mean, yeah, well, we've still much, got they've content. Too. They've but, still been releasing stuff. But most like of the stuff they released, really a lot of that's drop. A lot of that stuff they've released was stuff that was in the planning. I mean, well, no, I know those things we, we lost like, like a year of production. It's not like we haven't had a new show every week. We still right. do. Right. You know, like uh, eventually maybe that'll catch up. I don't know, but you know, I'm just saying I think break. it's got it's gotten to the point that there was so much of it that even with COVID, like we're still getting tons of it. So right. imagine, I mean, like, imagine I, if I COVID things... hadn't happened, how many more like how many more things we would have had. You know, I saw a thing that, like, in the 80s, in. you know, or even in the 90s, you'd have maybe, including small indie films and stuff, actual oh, yeah. theatrical releases any given week, you might have, like, five films, right? Right. Um, you know, and that would be, like, you know, that could be, like, that would a, be a huge week. Sometimes it would be, be only two or three weeks. Right. And now, like, in the past decade or, you know, whatever, like, you could le- legitimately have 20 films on a mm-hmm. weekend releasing, like, in theaters. And I mean, they're not big, they're not all big tent poles, but like they, they're having a theatrical release somewhere and some of them are big and, you know, Titanic used to stay in theaters for nine months and, you know, right. your blockbuster has to be gone in a month. Nine months, two years. Like there's just no time. So. <laughs> well, I mean, and TV is even worse. I mean, remember there used to be three or four, or even five networks and that was all your content. 
And even right. then they were running reruns half the time. And now, I mean, Netflix puts out more than probably all three networks combined. And that's only one of the many providers we're all talking about. <laughs> it's like there's I watch, I think, something like a hundred shows. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, some come out every three years or whatever. And some of them are only 10 episodes or six episodes. But that's still a huge amount of content. And that's only the stuff I watch. And then and then every now and then, like in, in one of our like uh, discord chats, someone will be like, oh, this show. And I'm like, oh, how did I not even ever hear of that? Like it's something that's like right <laughs> up my alley. And right. it's in season yeah. four now. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this? People oh, recommend shit. stuff. And look, I'll find gems like we like, you know, over the summer or whatever. We found uh, Shit's Creek. And I, I mean, I, I've seen no. it before. Yeah, everyone seems to find People that. Like, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. And we burn through that. And you're like, oh, this is great. Right. You know, but it's it's one of those things. Sometimes it's it's fun to come in late, you know. Right. And it's yeah. especially a good time to be a nerd. It's especially a good time to be a nerd because there's just so much. I mean, if you took just the superhero content on TV, there's tons of it between DC and Marvel. And then you've got yeah. the others, the, you know, Invincible and you're. And Have you been watching Invincible, David? Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's, yeah, it's ridiculously it. gory, but <laughs> uh, yeah, someone because some one of the guys at work was like, "Oh, he was telling someone else they had to watch the boys." And, yeah, the boys. And, you know, was like, oh yeah, it's, it's insane, man. These these heroes are crazy. And I was like, "Have you watched Invincible?" And they're right. like, "What's that?" Right. And you think like, that it's exactly the same is. audience, right? They're, they what do you think? Ex- I don't know what that is actually. Invincible. It, it's basically saw, a cartoon boys comic. No, no, it's not. It's not the opening. It's um oh shit what's his name the the Walking Dead creator it was his oh Kirkman uh, oh yeah Kirkman yeah it's 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 a Kirkman yeah. comic it's actually had like over a hundred issues it's been around for a while from Image but oh, it's, but basically it's, it's like Superman and Superman's son think about it that way it's like yeah. Superman's son gets his powers and comes into it but like in the first episode people are getting like torn apart and yeah. like <laughs> blood and guts and like it's like it's just some wild stuff. Yeah, so, that's why I'm gonna watch this because I don't I don't watch a lot of animated stuff. Right, it, it's on Amazon. Yeah, see, it's I, actually I love good. It. I, I love animated because I feel like they can do more, you know, cheaper. They can do right crazy worlds and you know. Yeah. and they got a ton of big stuff. stars doing the voices too. Right. Yeah, yeah I was here. I was surprised. I mean, who? Um, what's your yeah. name from Community? Uh, we got we got J.K. We got Stephen Wen. We got Sandra O. Oh. Sandra O. Oh is yeah. awesome. Yeah, Stephen uh, Wen is like the main main character. We got Kinto. Oh, J.K. Simmons as Omni um, yeah. Man is yeah. is the best. Manzukas, Melise Zhao. Yeah. yeah, I know. All oh yeah, people, Jason man. Manzukas. Oh, Kari Payton yeah. too. Shit. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say it's worth checking out. Um, it's it's a really good show. It's, it's pretty intense. Oh, are there Walking Dead characters in here? What? Oh, oh, the no. actor, the sta- a lot of the actors are from Walking Dead. Oh, okay. Since it's yeah, you know, right. since it's him. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone he's killed off, he has to put on a show. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Give him something to do. <laughs> and an easy job yeah. too, just doing the voice. You don't yeah. have to you don't have to memorize Jesus. the script even. Yeah. Goggins. <laughs> like good lord. Yeah, there's a Oh yeah, that's right. Mahershala? I love how we yep. lost Kevin somewhere along the way. Jeffrey Donovan, Zazzy, Jesus. And Amber. Campbell, um, Clancy. All right. Michael Dorn yeah. from Star Trek. Anyway, let's let's record a uh, let's record a proper. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I 